the front to the back as pages turn. Reading is a very fresh way to learn. Welcome to Triliterate. I am Petty Mayonnaise. Welcome to Triliterate. I am Sunny D. This is your weekly dose of black bullshit, and we... Little rash nagging, oh. shilled, and shrimp butter. Sorry. Shenanigans. <laughs> and that voice you hear is two, our two, is one of two of our good friends whose names are, you can have radio names or real names. The Wonder Twins. The Wonder Twins. The Bantu Twins. <laughs> can we pick one? Can we need to pick one? The Wonder Twins, the Bantu Twins. Uh, the Bantu like, Twins. Yeah, I like Bantu. Bantu, Bantu Bantan. Oh my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> the Bantu Twins. I know, but individually. Bantu one and Bantu two. Who's one and two? That's for them to figure out. I'm the older Thank one. Thank you, shady, so, oh. shady. You know, I came first. So Bantu one and Bantu two. Jesse and James, Team Rocket. I'm not accepting that, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, just individual, you know, just because of actually an individual question or something. All right. Sorry. Think one, think two. Yes, no? How does that work? Okay, well, I guess we're going to use that. Um, Don't forget to <laughs> to speak into the mic to make sure that everyone can hear you. So can you hear me, darling? Um, You might have to sound a little bit stronger than that. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can hear you. Okay, I'm gonna turn your mic off. You wouldn't do that. I've done it before, <laughs> girl. <laughs> All right, so we start the show off with uh, what are you here for and what are you not here for? I'm not, I think y'all have heard the show before, so you know what what are you here for and what are you not here for means, right? Yes, no? Okay, um, so I'm gonna go first. Um, what I'm here for is. Uh, today was the last day of camp at the camp that I work at, and one of the kids brought us um banana bread that she made at home. Oh, right. do you have any? I ate it. Damn. <laughs> I took good. two slices and I devoured the shit out of that when I was at home today. Was it good? It was. I devoured it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! I devoured it. I was hungry, but also I wanted to eat that, so Damn. it was good. And that's what I'm here for for this week. Um. For this week, I am here for clean clothes. Um, I have accomplished washing all of my laundry. Hey. Yes. You know, so I feel really, oh, yes. Real adult. And I also wash my comfort. The girl is living. Wow. Lavish. That Caucasian <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> home. I my a, nice, a nice Caucasian <laughs> home. Right. I my floors. Wow. Right. Truly. Truly. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. Caucasian. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, I'm here for clean house. Clean, like I changed my sheets. Wow, yes. you really stepped your pussy up. I did. It's Oscar worthy. worthy. Mm. So all right, thing one, thing two. You won. Oh, okay. <laughs> you pick one, you go 
Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. This week, um, I'm here for, you oh. know, <laughs> <laughs> the dramatics. Pause for a reaction. I'm here for, you know, <laughs> feeling uh, a lot more, you know, of that. That je ne sais quoi, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like this week, I'm like, I felt a lot better about myself. Good. Yeah, so like it's been like a, a cute, like personal healing week for myself. That's good. Yeah, that's real. I support yeah, that. I felt real cute. What you not here for? No, that goes after we do what are we here for. Oh, shit. I thought y'all both said, mm. oh, didn't. Listen. Ooh. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I saw when I came last week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I'm here for life and today <laughs> in this ice cold purified drinking water that I'm drinking. Right <laughs> now. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> I'm here for hydration. It's quite refreshing. I haven't had any cold water all day. So, mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm here for. Oh, that's right. I support that. Don't say Niagara. We're not giving them no no oh. no plug. They're not giving us no coins. Thank you. Also, don't it's be don't be afraid to talk into that mic. <laughs> if Niagara. you need <laughs> if you need to put the mic in the middle of y'all, or you need it to, is. I know, but just don't be afraid. Sometimes she don't pick up. Yeah, do it. Like, and then you'd be sounding like you outside. You guys look like you're <laughs> like dry, some hot. Yeah. Some hot. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Alrighty. Oh my god. <laughs> hey. We make each other one big family though we don't look the same. I was gonna say we make each other stronger, but Yeah, we make up one big family. Though we don't look the same. Our spots are different. Different colors. Different colors. Okay. Um what I'm not here for this week. <clears throat> is police paranoia like not like not police being paranoid but paranoia of like worrying about like getting stopped seeing police cars and like my heart beating like three steps i'm just like oh god please don't stop me i'm not doing nothing yeah it has been a lot of that reason that's what i'm not here for um, I'm currently not here for getting my septum reopened. Oh my god. <laughs> it was a horrible experience. Mm. Um. You come back from a break and you just... I came back from like five breaks my phone has not went off. Calm yourself. I'm just saying... Calm? I'm, I'm calm. I'm very calm. It's your phone that's not calm. I put my phone on silent. Oh, well, you know? Silent, oh. Two weeks, I decided to start closing, and I tried to put a new prior to put a ring in, and it would not work. Mm. And I had to go to the tattoo place, and the guy had to reopen my septum. Well, Somebody told me that it never closes, so that must be a lie. It depends. It depends on you, I guess. He said he said if you had it in for like a year, it should be fine. I was like, but I've had mine in for like a year and a half. Yeah, I was like, you've had yours in longer than I had mine in, and mine was out longer than a month. Yeah, so it depends. I guess it depends on your body. 
but you try to put that little needle, uh, not a needle, but like a little taper thing in, and it was not working. They tried the other side, and you had to like force it. Oh. You had to force it, it's like we pierced the other side. Are we? All like, oh, my eyes are watering, it's just like. Oh my god, tears. all the tears. All the tears. Yes, battle scar, hardcore, punk rock. Punk rock, so the stepping is staying for a while. So, mm-hmm. pain, not here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving, I think, two, looking at, I think, one, being shady. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't like being called thing two. Bantu. What do you want to be called? <laughs> Well, I mean, we didn't even say our real name. I mean, if you want to say your real name, you could. You don't have to. I don't want to say my real my name. My real name is Moon. Birth certificate and all. Okay. Like government. All right. M-U-N. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you could be thing one and then he can be Moon. So there you go. I'm Brittany. Oh, okay. Well, David and... Oh, I mean, Moon and Brittany no, then. Baby, baby. How was I supposed to know? <laughs> Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you not here for, Brittany? I'm not here for all these white hoes getting off <laughs> the story of every black person's life. No, because really, like, one of my coworkers, maybe I shouldn't talk about work things, but whatever. One of my coworkers, like, basically told me they got pulled over the other day on their way to work. And she was like, oh, we might be, like, 15 minutes late, whatever. And then she gets there. And I was like, oh, so, like, well, she was telling me about her getting pulled over or whatever. And I was like, oh, so did you get a ticket? And she was like, oh, no, he just let us go. When it's just, like, niggas out here in the street getting shot over nothing. And you got pulled over. And not only did you not get a ticket. You got sent on your merry way. On your merry way. Like, girl, it's okay, baby. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, baby. I'm gonna let you go. And I was I'm like, let oh, you go. so were y'all speeding? She was like, yeah. And I was like, bitch. So I you were doing something illegal, uh-uh. and yet and still, you're not dead, bleeding out in the street, or not even dead. You're not shot, bleeding out in the street, left mm-hmm. to die. You just. You also didn't even you get. Gotta, you just gotta. Oh, just don't do it again. A literal slap on. Don't do that. A literal <laughs> slap on the list. It's just like in the oh, quarter, girl. in the quarter. By the way, wow. So it's just like really residential. Honestly, 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 honestly truly, truly. truly. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Prada. Okay. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna. Did you do what you wanted to say? Um, oh, no. sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm not. Here I cannot. For... Turn the mics off. <laughs> you know what? I'm really not here for, um, you know, what? White shade. Oh. Like, you know, there's a lot of things. Just like, like working in retail, like, has really like affected me, and dealing with like you know, superiors and things of that nature that, like, don't, like, they use you more of, like, as an accessory, like a handbag or, like, a very cute thing to look at or for other people to look at. Mm-hmm. And when it's convenient for them to kind of, like, use it to belittle, belittle you at the same time. Excuse me. Um, 
sorry. <laughs> I'm too prissy for words. Um, <laughs> but no, like, just like that kind of like... Too prissy to function. But like that kind of like... That double-edged sword of like, okay, like... We like you because you black and you different and you cute or whatever like that. But at the same time, you too black, you too different. And at times, you too cute. Right. So... No, bitches. I don't like you because I want to be black. Cute. <laughs> and different. Thank you. But I can't say that because, you know, I got to make my money. So, yeah, I'm just not here for it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not here for that either. Okay, we're going to take a music break and then we're going to come back and get to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me uh get the music going. Oh, well.
And we're back. We're back. Welcome to True Literate. I'm Petty Mayonnaise. Welcome back to True Literate. I am yawning, Saidi. Sorry. And we're joined by the Bantu twins, Moon and Brittany. It's Hi. Brittany, darling. Brittany. I'm cackling, darling. <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> Now, who's correcting who's on names? And, and, and y'all not gonna keep fumbling over my motherfucking name. Like, Brittany, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Actually, in all actuality, that just means y'all hoes can't read. I mean, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, you and I. Just saying. Brittany. We're gonna talk about education. Yeah, we are. Um. So first, just to top, touch on touch on some like topics and some shit. I talked about Dr. Umar Johnson last week. Have you do you know who this is? Mm. Do you know who that is? Uh, mm. Are you being shady or are you being serious? I'm being serious. Okay, he's just like Dr. Umar Johnson, long story short, is this pro black nigga who he's like a hotep who's like elevated. Like hotep sometimes be be spouting like factually incorrect shit. Mm-hmm. 
His stuff, from what I picked up, seems factually correct, but he's just like, he it's like still that color. same where it's just like, my nigga, you still yeah, wild. I've never seen Hidden Colors, but he had a breakfast, cl- not breakfast club, oh, breakfast club interview last week. And Oh, he had another one? No, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, the one okay. he had last week. And then I was like watching more of his videos because I watched that one. And when you watch that video, he comes off as someone was like, I could really like kind of fuck with you. Like you seem like you all the way there. But then I watched another video where he talks about like him wanting to have this black school and how it's like, if you sexually confused, but you know what that means? Like cold word for gay. Like you need to go and get like unconfused before you teach at my school. Not really pray the gay away, but just like go figure it out. And then he talks about, he like in the same breath, he talks about pedophiles, which kind of like supports that idea that people think that like, that's a that well, like action. all gay men are pedophiles, yeah. And so it's just like I he said something on the Breakfast Club about like pedophilia being like the next step, like after like he talked right. It like, was it was like a like a like forty five minute interview, and like. But you can't even say that that's the next step because right. honestly, in America, honestly, that was, honestly truly, truly, it was already done. <laughs> Thank you. It was the norm to get married at age 14 to right. old ass white men. Well, in white America. Well, I mean, I guess in One more America, time for I mean, the girls in the back. <laughs> but and, yeah, like that was a norm at one point. So. And then recently I saw a video and like I, was, I was like, I need to figure out because when I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm hoping you didn't just like say what I think you said because you never out really said that. But then there's another video where this like black feminist lesbian woman was like talking to him about what was going on and was like, how do you have this sort of rhetoric and how do you expect black liberation if you're going to like put down people who are like in your corner and he wants to know what has the gay community done for uh black people and she was like and then he goes and, and he's talking about women and he was like well blah blah blah, blah. And she was like black lives matter was started by three black women two of which are queer women and he goes well what has black lives matter done for black people and it's sort of like that sort of thought and then goes on and on and you pretty much like call the lady like dumb and tried to like call her crazy in front of all these people which i really hate and then at one point the lady was like you have all these homophobic comments and he does that same tired ass response of like one thing first i'm not afraid phobia means fear i'm not afraid of anyone and it's like we're at a point now where i feel like everyone knows when you say homophobia we don't mean like a fear of gay people like right why are people so stupid and like homophobic it's just like, can you just like, oh my God, like shut up. And I just more so wanted to, to I guess, people, because I think last week when I talked about it, I didn't say anything like negative. And it's like implying that I agree with everything that he said, which I don't. Okay. And I'm just clarifying that, but also saying they, they had things that he was talking about that I do agree with, with the whole like, stop spending your money in like white spaces and like spend it in like black businesses to uplift like black community put your money in black banks have black schools where black kids can do this and black kids can do that and like having black teachers teaching black kids with black curriculum which like i agree with like that but it's just like his perception on like the whole like confused religion and whatnot spirituality is pretty he has some pretty good points with that as well. right but he he definitely does have his downfalls and it's like a I'm gonna call him a problematic like fave, in his but colors like when they're talking about like gay people, 
it, and I kind of hated that they did this, but they basically put like, or inserted clips of like, clearly hoes that was from New Orleans, like shaking in the shit. And I was just like. But everybody does that. Like it's like, some, like white disease that's like infected. But straight like, boys shake. Thank you. But oh, like. PJ Jubilee? Thank <laughs> you. Like, the ultimate shaker. Okay. The ultimate peep popper. So I'm about to say, I didn't want to say peep popper because I was like, nobody really, I feel like that's old. I haven't heard peep popper in a long time. I know, but that's what I meant. But like, if I said peep popper, who wouldn't know what a peep popper was? Like, I mean, am I a peep popper? No. No. Peep poppers are straight boys who, right? As, as far as. I, oh, as far as as far as I understood, pee poppers were straight boys who knew how to shake. I always understood pee popping is just like an abbreviation of pussy popping. Yeah, yeah like it, sh- it could be anybody. Like, oh, Peter popping. Yeah, I thought. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, I know that Jubilee was a pee popper. That I do know. Like I know it in context, but I guess yeah. the formal definition, like, whoops. He did just post that. Oh. High school, which is always like, fun. so like Sissy Nobi. No, Sissy Nobi. His name is Sissy Nobi. No, 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 no. Okay, never mind. Like, I'm just thinking of like a song that was like, he said like, pop that dick up. And I was just like, oh, is that like, P-popping? I'm not sure. I don't know. Sissy yeah. Nobi is I mean, an enigma, just, actually. That's just representation can we, of like the dance. Can't like, you, can we, can we do that? Did you believe, uh, what you doing? Can we tweet him? I feel like, I feel like he will respond. What are you doing? What you doing? If somebody um you know dances to bounce music in the early nineties, late eighties, please call in and tell us what you popper. Yeah, our number is five zero four eight six five three six three five. Once again, that's five zero four eight six five three six three five. Like bounce music was like a very like back then. Bounce music was a very straight thing. Yeah. And it has motorbike boy, motorbike boy, motorbike boy, pop like, that Willie. But they wouldn't be like, but they wouldn't be all out like pouncing, yeah. yeah, like pouncing, like yeah, like so like they would pop and stuff though. Like, yeah. like the not pussy pop. Yeah, you do oh. pouch, hold pouch, hold pouch. That's the whole pouch and fee. A pouch and fee. But I also meant to say you can take pieces from someone's message even if you don't agree with everything they say. Right. Period point blank. Long story short. That's why you survive college. Mm-hmm. That's just you. life in general. Like that too. It, even when we take advice from people, you know, like, like you, you might not. I take what I want. Yeah, you take what you want out of it and you apply it and throw away the rest. All right. Um. Next one is Hillary Clinton gets the Democratic nomination. Yay. Were we surprised? Yay. <laughs> Were we? Ooh, this year already getting, I, was, so, I was real confused. Right. So excited. I was real. She did it, y'all. She won by a landslide. <laughs> No, because Bernie dropped out of the Democratic. uh, His name was still on the list, apparently. He's independent. No, 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 no. Like he was. No, 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 no. Like at the convention, his name was there, and people people voted for him. Really, I thought he like completely like dropped out. He said to vote for her, but technically, like because I I think he knew they weren't gonna do it, so he was trying to rally people who was like, "Y'all look, like I know I'm not gonna get it." So I 
really checked out of this whole I have election. too. I like I'm gonna be sad in December, you know, like I feel like every black household will like, like hang out with tears. Hang out hang out flag at half mast. <laughs> I've Sing a song <laughs> full of. <laughs> Sing a song <laughs> of the yes. that's brought us yes. full of the lies. <laughs> song. <laughs> no, I need to learn that bitch. <laughs> God, this John till victory as one. Hit him with that, like. There's, that there's like sixteen verses of "Lift Every Voice," okay. and we only know two. <laughs> and the only part, like this, the kid was the part we talked about something about slaughter and blood, because I was just like. Oh, I was a weird kid. So I was like, oh my God, blood. Ugh, this is wild. Uh, bitch, it's crazy. Uh, bitch, you're wild. That's okay. Thank you so much. Um, so, I mean, I was going to say, how do you feel? But I think I know how everyone feels. We really do. That we're all going to find out that we've had the greatest scam pulled on us by Joanne. If she's the nice president of the United States. Like, she's just sitting behind the scenes, just like scamming the government mm-hmm. and being like, you know what? Donald Trump's a thing, bitch. Like you think it's real. Uh, Hillary's a thing, <laughs> bitch. You think it's real. And then we and then we wake up and realize that it is the reality of today. I think the reality is Joanne the scammer is oh, the next okay. president. president. Excuse me, the next emperor of America <laughs> <laughs> of United States of Joanne Prada. <laughs> Bitch, how wild was that? Comes out on stage. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> get out of my house. Yes, walk the podium. <laughs> Unless your country is Oscar worthy. Until then, shut your fucking goddamn mouth. Oh, here's my thing. Here's why I'm as to why all of a sudden it's like a thing that Hillary got the nomination because remember people been made that I guess I'm with her hashtag when like Bernie was behind the first time my the thing that like, I, I mean you know I guess I feel like that like girl I no, it's always been, I guess. But my thing is that I'm just, number one, I was talking about this today. I feel like the entire political race on both sides is just like one really big and really shittily reacted, like acted out reality TV show. Because it's like, girl, this shit is like, like Trump's wife with that oh fucking God. speech. Oh I'm like, girl, how, like, how did you not know that? Like, girl, that's a joke. Like, that's like you, like you people she could have gotten to write this speech but you could have like that's plagiarizing 101 huh i mean we already knew that was a lie (laughs) i mean let's be real do do any of them hosts write their speeches probably not the president right so bitch that's a lie right there oh i wrote it myself bitch when where was you where was i'm waiting Hello. Oh, where's the first draft? Where's oh, it? Where's the brainstorm? Thank you. Where's that planner sheet? With the bubbles. Where's the bubble map? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Subject. Thank you. Main ideas. Live, live, Supporting, live, de- live. Yes. <laughs> Supporting details. Supporting details, bitch. 
thesis statement. Where is it? An opening or closer? The body paragraphs? Where is that, girl? Come on. Subject and predicate. Let's get it. But also, one of the speakers at the convention, I can't remember her name, but it was a black lady who wore the same dress that Melina wore to the RNC. She wore to the Democratic yes. Convention. <laughs> Just, like, elegantly shady. Petty, right? Pet, like petty, petty. Mm-hmm. Yes, I you know made this dress Actually, it's my. That was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She looked so like I'm not kidding. <laughs> what if that was I mean, actually the my mom? Is that the United States of America is just fucked. I think. I, I think it's actually. It really fucked. Like, We've been fucked, but like at least we kind of like we're navigating through the bullshit. And but now it's because like, everyone. I feel like everyone in the world was like Obama, not that bad. He better than George Bush. And I was just like, girl, you got a soft shit and the less soft shit. I was watching this video of like people from the Republican National Convention. They were saying like all kind of crazy things. I was like, where do you get these facts from? Like, what? Did you he's a that? Muslim. Was like, he's a Muslim. Who, what Christian? Wait, who's saying? saying? Like, okay, bitch. I don't know. I just like, y'all like, train, y'all trained the last one. Don't act like that. Like, like that kind of stuff. I'm just like, bitch, this, people don't think like that. Like how 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 can you literally think? No Christians name their kids. Who's like? You honestly think that the American government is gonna change their mind and let a non-American be like that entire like? Let me see your your birth like your birth certificate. Like what are you what? And I wouldn't have even like fed into that shit because they actually like took pictures and uploaded them and shit. And it's just like I wouldn't have even done that because it's just like you don't have to explain yourself. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? These hoes do a whole lot. You because you're white, black. They because background check you to black, be at Forever 21. Black. Thank you. Yeah. Bitch, I had to get a background check to teach. Okay. I know for a, they had to ask me as a teacher, bitch, are you a citizen? If not, can you give us paperwork? <laughs> so I know for a fucking fact that they got them fact checkers like, bitch, you was really born in America? Okay. Otherwise, like, you're not about to step foot nowhere, bitch. One of the comments on that video was, go to your ghetto and clean them up. Okay. Okay. I'll go ahead and my ghetto and clean it up because you're not doing it. I'm paying taxes and that's not cleaning the ghetto up, so I might as well go. I might as well go to the. Ghetto. G H E T T O. Okay. And what else? Oh, and I was watching. Sorry, what? I was watching the Republican. I actually have not watched any of these on the news. So let me I start by saying that I watched them all on Snapchat story because <laughs> I could just quickly, it's like, okay, got the highlights, got what I probably need to know to have a conversation about this. And that's all I really care about because also at this point, it's just like, it wasn't Bernie, regardless of who's running, I was not voting for Donald Trump. So like, it could have been like a literal walking shit. And I'm like, well, <laughs> guess I'm not voting Donald Trump because fuck that nigga. And so that's just, it all just like, girl, this is, this, I watched political shit on TV the same way I watched Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, where it's just like, girl, this is a joke. Like this shit is actually staged and acted. Oh my God. It's a lot. It's a lot. But also Bill Clinton was having phones in balloons and that's me. I didn't even see any of that. It's a great video of Bill Clinton, like being way excited about the balloons falling from the sky. Oh my God. And some little girl tried to touch it, and he like snatched it. Away. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he says he's six. <laughs> I yes. love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um. Also, guys. So, little Bow Wow, mm. aka Shad Moss, 
aka Bow Wow. Channel I'm your number, number one fan. Right? I said little Bow Wow. Tantrum. You just don't know the way you move so fast across the floor. You know you run through my mind like all the time to the point that I just want to take you home. Oh, wow. oh, represent that. Oh, wow. oh, that's what they were saying. Oh, I used to just be like, oh, 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 represent that. Oh, oh, wow. Oh. That's cute. I thought it was some type of like dog, like yeah. I thought it was kind of like that get your freak on thing where it was like, is your ever been to perform yet? That's what I thought it was, where it's like not really anything real. It's so, so damn. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you for letting us know. relevant since that song. What oh, was that Shay. song? Why you had to do him like that? that? He had one song after that. Then he had that song, Sexy, Can I? Or was oh, yeah, that Trey yeah, songs? That, no, Wait, that I thought that was... Marianne. I thought that was Ray J. Yeah, Sexy, Can I? Oh, he also had that song. <laughs> he had that song, I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that you didn't show me in a special way. I feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll always be together, baby. That's when you saw me. But I it. You. No, what was the song with him in my mind? Oh. Because that song I was thinking of. I thought it was Sexy Can I. Let's see. But yeah, he had some hits after because I was a big Bow Wow fan. Yeah, I was Up until he was in that um that reality show. Let me know. Girlfriend. Crazy he was. Who? Who's crazy? Bow Wow. When he had that. Oh, let me let hold me, you. That's what you was thinking. Let, like, let me, me hold you down. down. Yeah. That that's that like song, a romance supposed to. to. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Exactly. Anyway, so Lil Bow Wow decided to tell everyone in Twitter. Which, first of all, he used a he didn't use 140 characters in advance, and I had no idea what the fuck he was saying. But he <laughs> said that he's not black. He's mixed, and everyone should know he's mixed because you look at his father. He goes to of his father, and his father's a light skinned black man. So, my question is, what does he mix with? <laughs> he was that Negro with that Negro. <laughs> Light skin and dark skin. Exactly. <laughs> to make mom, medium skin. Everybody on his mom's side looks like Justin Bieber. They had like blonde hair and blue eyes. And but his mama black, isn't thank she? Thank you. She's and that a dark skin woman. <laughs> and that everything, his mom is this nigga is dumb. I made him, I guess, American and white. He needs to go to school. So He's counting is, these... <laughs> you can't count the percentage unless it's over like he's in 35%. Yo, like he's over dumb. 35%, that's when you can be like, oh, I'm mixed. But bitch, if you're like 20%, like, stop it. Like, I can only go by what I see. And like, I can't. And people are like, so you don't support the civil rights movement? He's like, no, I, I don't really know about the civil rights movement. I can only go by what I see. Family <laughs> is native and white. And I'm mixed. Oh, okay. But your people was here during. And then somebody else like, so if you had Native Americans in your family, they don't, so they don't benefit from civil rights. Like he is like a certified idiot. <laughs> I'm just, He's you know what's about. funny? Like, Did he get paid to say that? No, probably anyway. broke ass. On a real like educational note, like I. My last um, semester at UNO, you know, I graduated and everything. Okay. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, oh, so. Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about um, maroon civilizations um, Mm -hmm. that were, like, basically, like, escaped Africans that, like, kind of, you know... Lived in the forest. Yeah, like, like assimilated themselves into, like, uh, Native American and, like, all sorts of, like, indigenous cultures. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, it didn't really matter, like, where it was, like, because it happened in South America, it happened in Central America, it happened in the U.S. as well. And these people 
of course, mixed with the Native American, with, with the indigenous populations, and therefore blackness was permeated throughout. So even if you're gonna say you native, you're still, still black. But also, like he's been like I'm just very confused. I'm like you've been your primary demographic, not anymore, but like <laughs> used to be black. Black. People, white girls never gave a fuck about Lil Bow Wow. Said anything contrary to the fact that you were black until just now. Right, so I'm like, who's paying you, and how much they're paying you? Park on black entertainment, entertainment television, television to an audience of I'm niggas. Sure that's probably something that Bow Wow says. He's a black man. There gotta be something. His entire career. <laughs> his entire career. I don't. I he was in Carmen the Hip Hop I, I, I get it. You can be like aware of like your cultural background or like you know, like your ethnicity or whatever, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, you can be proud of that and still say that you're a black man. Right. Yeah. Because at the end of the day you present what? Black. black. You are perceived as like, black. Oh, you're Native American and white. Like, no, you're perceived as you a nigga. Not saying that that's not making you a Native American black white man. I'm yeah. just saying, like, you that's still part of your identity. So right. you neglecting that, that's like mental illness. That means you're unhappy with yourself. Right. But that's part of like basically every like black person on this side of the Atlantic story in the first place is like mixing. Right. Because like, that's cute. Like it it's happened. Cute. Like it ain't cute to just be black. Right. African slaves mixed yeah, with indigenous populations, mixed with white folk, like black. mixed with all type of things. Oh, and we still black. So mm-hmm. who'll get a press out? I'm Dominican. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like actually, I'm not fully black. I'm Cherokee. I'm actually, like once I got that so Cherokee. many times. I'm Cherokee. I'm Cherokee. I'm We're Natchez Indians. <laughs> I'm 132nd. Um, Girl, you get your nappy head ass. <laughs> oh, and I'm Creole. Nackedish. And, and, and I'm Creole. Shut I'm up. And so I'm right. my mama's. We Inuit, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Aborigine, bitch. Dye these edges blind. You mad and you always could eat there, bitch. <laughs> you don't, I don't know, but I was just trying too much and it was just it was I I thought it was personally hilarious. I feel like it just be he's been trying a lot he's to like stay to in the news. Yeah, he's probably just trying to gather that attention. <laughs> That's like, why I'm like I don't know if she was... I don't think she was trying to get attention, though. I think she was actually going through it. <laughs> no, like, I think she was going through it. Because she definitely eased off. And she had that... <coughs> excuse me. And then she had that baby and, like, turned her life around. Tila Tequila Wait, was Tila pregnant. Tequila? Shot out love with Tila Tequila. Oh, my God. She had a baby. She was pregnant, pregnant. Like, posting pictures, pregnant, pregnant. Wait, when was this? A second shot. Maybe about a year ago. Okay. I haven't... That's Cat Stacks pregnant too. Who? <laughs> 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 no, seriously, who? Y'all don't remember Cat Stacks? Who? Cat Stacks? Oh my no, god! I'm joking. Oh. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 no, remember she used to fuck with Bow Wow. Oh, the girl no, used to expose all those celebrities on the internet. Yeah, she also fucked with Bow Wow. Oh and like, didn't even get. Did she like write a book? 
Did she get deported? I don't think she wrote. Yeah, she, she got <laughs> deported. <laughs> oh my god, girl. No, she didn't get deported. She got deported. Back to where? The DR? Or the PR? Yeah, I think it was like, it, it was some Hispanic. And like, Hispaniola. What, what do you call that area? Hispaniola? Do people still call it? Like, is that offensive to call it Hispaniola? Maybe Central we shouldn't America. call it that. We're not sure. But it's like not really. It's America, like. America, um, I guess the Caribbean, Caribbean, West Indies. Yeah. You know? yeah, I guess West, but West Indies to me feels way more black yeah. than like yeah, than like Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico. That's Caribbean. Okay. Caribbean. I don't know. I don't have a map. Do people call it? Do people? Anyway, I'm doing that. Um, Caribbean. To the the next the next I can look it up the next part because you know more about this yeah, next story. If anyone is not aware that um. The rapist is named Brock. Brock, yeah. Brock, the rapist swimmer, um, is getting out of AKA jail. AKA the rapist rapist that raped that girl. Mm-hmm. He's getting out of jail on September 6, 2016. So he's not going to even serve his full six months that he was supposed that got cut short. <sighs> what was his original sentence? Oh he wasn't God. even really, like, honestly, he was, honestly, truly, honestly. he wasn't even really, like, you can't even consider him being a prisoner yeah, or incarcerated, incarcerated because he was in like when I say solitary confinement I use that very loosely because solitary confinement is technically not a good thing but for him it was a good thing because he was in the ward with um he would have been fucked up he was like in the ward that like they do for um scare straight like the uh like with the gay boys and like oh the alternative lifestyles. yeah the alternative yeah. lifestyles ward that's where he is so he was nice and safe and cute mm. probably getting some good meals you know that's if that's if he was even he could have been a house wrestle you know thank you he get out on september 6th right? does he have uh any house arrest i don't know I just need to get out, and I'm just like, what? And that's Why? disrespectful to like horrible women and poor, all over, poor, poor women. right? And women all over, yeah, because it's basically showing that your body means nothing, right? And your like accounts means nothing, and they have witnesses. All that means nothing if you are a privileged white. Yeah, the world's coming to an end. It is. People talk about it. People, I remember when people was like, "The world is ending. The end is near." It's like, no, bitch. It's actually like, yeah. It's coming home. And mind you, we going through our shit over here and overseas. They're going through like a major shit too. So there's not even anywhere to really run to because there's shit going. Where through. can I run to? Yeah, didn't like a airport just get like shot up in like was that in Berlin? Recently, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I saw a news article today that North Korea, America has to do some like. What about North Korea? America, <laughs> no, girl. America is doing like some military work shit with South Korea and North Korea is like the bullshit y'all been pulling dealing with North Korea and putting our like emperor on this like bullshit ass like do not fuck with list is like low key high key declaration for war. So if y'all hosts come here in August and be trying to do these military operations like don't be mad when we come here and like and you catch that fade. Thank you. <laughs> when you catch more than feelings cuz you will catch <laughs> These hands, the fade, and everything in between. Cruising for a bruising. You're <laughs> literally cruising for a bruising, girl. <laughs> uh, um, I just 
fact that is terrifying to me because korea was like um they they were like north korea was like america look y'all the only ones on this motherfucking world who has used nuclear weapons on civilian people and y'all let these other hoes y'all tricked these other hoes into like reducing the output of their like nuclear weapons but we want y'all to know not only have we not been doing that, but y'all are a big nuclear force. And so we're going to be one to like counteract the fact that y'all are such a large nuclear force in the world. So it's just like America is we like reaping the shit that we sold to try and be the greatest country in the world. Like y'all went here and did all this bullshit and now it's coming back. And we can but- never forget that like this nuclear weapons like race. Like we haven't been hearing about it lately. Thank you. you. know it's still going on. Mm-hmm. Most so not. it's just like weapons of yes, mass destruction. Just in denial. Right. No, it's not. It's not happening. It's happening, bitch. Like when how these- America gonna get mad when other hoes try to like do what they get did? The same shit you got, and take it the same way you took it. Because they, they're children. It's literally a hundred. It's a bunch of kids. I'm gonna yeah. run out a charter bus. Bitch. That's what the United States of America is—a is. messy ass bitch. She really not <laughs> a, a liar, a scammer, in a messy robbery and fraud. A messy bitch. America lives for drama. There's mm-hmm. always some shit going on. It has to be, otherwise we get bored. Look at, look at the election. That's like drama. nothing but dramatics. What's that sound, girl? That's true. Dr- <laughs> oh fuck (laughs) y'all fuck y'all we gotta get the uh um i just fact check and the bomb yes the bomb the um what's that fucking new york dj what's his name i don't know oscar 92 something like that it's the bomb like daddy it's the bomb that they drop like on the radio and it's just like that's a fucking Bomb and he's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Um, where are you getting a charter bus to? Oh, um, I was going, you know, you know, charter a bus to like another planet. <laughs> <laughs> so, girl, he's gonna drive this bitch straight off the I edge of know, flat magic earth. School bus. Bus. The magic school bus. That's me. <laughs> Okay. Don't do her like that. I love the magic. I'm about to say, don't do Miss Frizzle. Don't do Valerie Frizzle like that. That's my girl. I'm about to say, that's my girl. You know, I got a special place in my heart for Valerie Frizzle. The chameleon was like the fly. Liz, she was that bitch. Liz was like, she was that bitch. Liz used to low key be just like, bitch, you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, I guess, like. I was Arnold. Did the chameleon ever drive the bus? The com- yes, because oh, the, the chameleon yeah. was like, the bitch, because yo absent-minded ass. <laughs> when the bus was in peril, Liz would drive. But other than that, the bus would drive itself. Miss Frizzle was Loki very dumb and clueless. <laughs> but she was beat. But her hair, hair and them her outfits. Set. If it wasn't for Miss Frizzle and Bill Nye the Science Guy, girl, would have failed. Oh, science. my God. Okay. <laughs> Bill Nye the Science Guy. So Bill, 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 Bill. Science rules. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. Get out. Um, I fact-checked. And the Democratic... The, oh, my God. The Dominican Republic <laughs> is on Hispaniola. That island with Democratic Republic and Haiti on it, but they are both part of the Greater Antilles the and the Caribbean Sea. Okay. 
Dominican Republic. It's too many DEM words, D-O-M words. They sound too similar. Dominican and Democratic sound very similar to me in my head. Yeah, but I feel like they don't call it Hispaniola no more. Yeah, they don't, but it's in the Greater Antilles, which I've definitely heard that called before. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's it. Um, we don't. We're gonna we're gonna take a break, and then we're gonna Please come back. <laughs> Please let this be our normal field trip. No way. Ah, cruising on the main street. Yeah, I know all the words. We're relaxed and feeling good. Yes. The next time you decide to cut a record, is it? Just remember, everything has to pass through me. I met the hits, not the public. I tell the DJs what to play, you see? Play about that to you, Straight to the night, shouting yes to fate to end. 
Like Lana Del Rey, sad girl music. <laughs> but that we all right. Oh God. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Trailer. I am Sunny D. I'm Petty Manis. Yeah. And we are joined here by the Bantu twins. The Bantu My God. Bantu twins. They're both looking at each other like. Bantu. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What you want to do? All right. What y'all want to do for me? You done? Be a beer. <laughs> what did what did what Pepper say that? in the beginning of Need You Bad? Oh. I don't even <laughs> I'll do anything for your ear. <laughs> I'm sorry, my accent's really bad, y'all. <laughs> Come to me, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> that, I know that part. That's the only part of, and that's Missy Elliott. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so um, the next section that I have is the state of black education. And just to pre preface this, I started with a little research. I had to go do some research and also prepping because 
I start teaching soon. Like school is about to start back up. And so it's like, let me reevaluate how I feel about teaching before I go into the teaching year. You know? Um, so really quickly before I, I guess, ask y'all questions and we talk about it, a brief history of like black education. Um, the first slaves came here around 1619, but they were indentured servants. I think everybody knows it's just like you work for a certain amount of time, like under somebody. And then when you're done, like you're a free person. Um, Anthony Johnson was one of the first African indentured servants. Um, and then around 1640, we went from being indentured servants to uh, chattel slaves, which means we, we can, were considered slaves, but um, but not indentured servants anymore. And so we were able to like not really do anything and we're like property of people. Like that was a punishment for life is to be someone's slave. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the 1654, John I think his name is Kaser, became the first legal slave in America. And then around 1865, we officially legally abolished slavery here in the States. States, except with limited with limited exceptions like criminal punishment. So again, you could be like as a punishment for a crime, become a slave. Actually saw a documentary about that, and they said so technically slavery really didn't end until like 1942. Right. Right. Servant. Um, and then we had Jim Crow laws from 1870 to 1965. So that's almost 100 years of Jim Crow. Um, mostly in the South, and just for clarification, Jim Crow laws were separate but equal laws. Um, they mean that the things could be separate, but they had to be of equal quality. But uh, color accommodations were consistently inferior to the white counterparts, which included but wasn't limited to separate schools, restrooms, transportation, restaurants, movie theaters, like everything. Um, for example, books. One law was that books should not be interchangeable between the white and colored schools, but shall be continued to be used by the race first using them. So once a nigga puts his hands on a book, a nigga can't touch it. If a white girl touched it first and a nigga put his hands on it, that is, like, illegal. Um, And then in 64, we had the Civil Rights Act of 64, which outlawed segregation in public places and public schools. Um, And then... Before that legal, like, school thing, we had a civil war, and then we had black codes, which were kind of, like, legal slavery passed by southern states. Um... 1866, we were given full legal equality except the right to vote. Not being able to vote means you can't serve on juries, run for local offices, and pretty much you disappear from political life. So, public schools that have just been established during Reconstruction as being, like, things that are funded by and responsible for people who can vote. When you can't vote, no one gives a fuck about your schools. Um... So that money that was allocated for schools and their interests were overlooked for black people. So black schools were underfunded while white schools were fine and funded enough, even though the South was like very financially strained after the Civil War. Um, And then to be able to even vote, you had to pass a a literacy test. So if you're going to these shitty schools like and you can't read, then like you can't pass a literacy literacy test. Um. To wrap all that up and then to kind of come to now, we've all seen Schoolhouse Rock and we all know that like knowledge is power. Everyone knows that knowledge in America is like how you move up 
like the latter. Um, if you enslave a group of people, make it illegal and punishable by death for them to learn, then when you quote unquote free them, you create laws to treat them as lowest status citizens. You make it illegal. You make it legal to provide those same people with a very low quality of life compared to white people in the country and you defend you defund their schools and no one steps in to intervene in a large scale kind of like what happened to the education of black people so keep that thought of like all these steps in mind of like when talking about education just like don't forget that the shit is like multiple layers literal layers to the shit jumping to now we have charter schools um charter school started out as an independently run school they got to be a little bit looser in what curriculum they had to like require students to learn for schools and they had a little bit more leeway in what they could and couldn't do in general but as a caveat they were not as funded publicly as regular schools like public schools get funded completely by like the state or the country or whatever but right. charter schools get some funding and their funding is mostly how many students do you have this is how much money you can get like blah 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 blah, like that privatized right um but some public schools some charter schools are not for profit and some of them are for profit so like it depends on the school you go to for-profit schools cannot accept private donations but non-profit schools can accept private donations so most of them are non-profit schools um um so pretty much they pretty much do what they want sort of within range and then they get in return get less funded than public schools get funded by public money um an example of a charter school is at a school that has a regular a regular curriculum but also focuses heavily on like arts or math and science or like a vocational skill so mm -hmm. we teach what y'all know but we also do this so mm -hmm. in theory public schools would i mean not public schools charter schools would perform better than regular schools because you're getting kids who like have interest to like be in classes and like you get more leeway in how you get to teach what you have to teach their criticisms to charter schools is that very often they are not tied to unions so teachers don't have as much like job security and they can work these crazy hours most of them tend to be located in black neighborhoods which is sort of like a very weird thing to do which can by some be seen as like the beginnings of, of like gentrification depending upon the school um some of them even have selective admission and this can weed out less academically successful students and then a lot of times they don't participate in like free lunch programs so kids who can't afford to get free lunch like can't go to these schools so you're weeding out like less money and through like laws from this country like people have not been given opportunities to really make as much money systematically as like white people. Mm -hmm. So it's essentially a public way to privatize a school. Long story short, as a criticism. And again, like if it's done right, it can do a lot of that. So keep all those in mind. But the main thing is keep in mind of like this, 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 this has gone on to lead to where we are now. Mm -hmm. So there are schools where black kids go that like do well, but also like there's far more of them that are doing shittily because of like the cycle of poverty. Right. So, right. What was your education like in general? Question for everyone. Me too. I can go first if you want me to go first. Okay. Um, I went to public school forever, but then my last year of high school, my last years of high school, I went to an arts focused, like charters high school. Um, 
my my mom's a teacher my dad was a cop and he was like school's most important so all the years we just grew up being like school's number one priority period point blank and then that was kind of i think that was mostly it for my public school education i i liked school even until i graduated college i didn't mind like being in a classroom but i'm also i'm a teacher so like teachers tend to like being in classrooms i think that's it long story short I went to uh, public school for elementary year, and then I went to a Catholic school, but it was a predominantly black Catholic school. Actually, we didn't have any. What school? Mary Central. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. But it was like Mendez Street. Anyway, um, it just no longer exists. My elementary school doesn't no longer exist, and my middle school no longer exists, thanks to Hurricane Katrina. So I went to predominantly black. Um, Elementary and middle school, and then for high school, I went to Cabrini, which is a predominantly white school. It's a Catholic school. Um, my high school. Do I want to listen to my high school? I went to Lusher for high school. Whatever. It's predominantly white. Yeah. So. Here, point blank. That's it. Um. My elementary school is uh, in is in East, so it's in a poor neighborhood. Poor school. Got it. I think, as far as I remember, the schools that I went to were mostly like they were public schools but it wasn't until high school that i realized that like poverty was a thing i think because i just i didn't realize i think because everyone growing up was like along the same like socioeconomic background so i didn't realize that there were people who like didn't have money and did have money because everyone like ate lunch like we all got a lunch so like but I didn't, I didn't, that was it. Cause I was just like, everybody got lunch. Like we all ate. So like, I didn't even know who had free or reduced lunch. Cause I feel like everyone had free or reduced lunch. Yeah. I knew that in elementary school because we would go on like school field trips and then we would go to like things like other schools and other schools had more than we did. I don't know. And there was also people in my schools that like people didn't go to class or something cause they didn't have uniforms and you know, you know, priority is going to a very poor school. Right. school in the East. And what about y'all too? Um, well, I'm from Virginia. Um, I stayed in Virginia until I was like 18 and then I moved here. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically in Virginia, um, <clears throat> I think this was kind of like my parents doing, um, like moving from the Caribbean and then moving from New York, um, like inner city neighborhoods into Virginia Beach. Like they did it, I feel purposely so that we would grow up out of like a colored, a so colored community yeah. or such a concentrated, like low income colored community. Um, and I went to all white schools, elementary, middle and um, high school. I mean, like middle and high school were a little more mixed, but I distinctly remember elementary school being like all white, kind of racist, um, shit like that. Um, that's it. That's yeah. It. That's yeah. It. My dad made a point to not let me go to school so I would be the only black kid. He was like, that's ridiculous and that's unfair. It is. He was like, that's, he was like, how can you grow up and not be around your people? You have to have at least a good amount of your people around you. You can't just go for all white people. It also yeah. affects you mentally, too. Mm-hmm. You know? He was like, you're just unconsciously. Alone. Yeah. Um, I went to St. Raymond's, like a private Catholic school. Um, then I went to middle school, high school in Chicago. In like the suburbs so it was like huge culture shock because mm-hmm. it's obviously me coming from like new orleans school is like 95 percent black right and then going to the suburbs and it's me being like one of the speckles of like 
black in the school. So, I mean, I definitely knew poverty was a thing, but like moving was like a whole new experience for me as far as like school goes, because like the operations are definitely different in like a black school and a white school. Right. Like, like, um, what was I saying? Right. Like a lot of things that would slide in white school will definitely not slide in the back school mm-hmm. and vice versa. And vice versa, right. So it's it's very, very different. And as far as like education wise, like we all know books in black schools are right. way behind books in white schools or even just taking classes in a white school, like isn't it an entirely different experience? Right. Because Let's be real. A lot of teachers in black schools don't really give a fuck. I mean, same in white schools as well. Right. But I feel like the expectations are higher. Mm-hmm. And also, like, as far as, like, passing students, like, just knowing people here that have, like, passed and either graduated high school or barely, like, graduated high school. It's like, bitch, if you went to my school, you wouldn't even gotten, like, past, like, the 10th grade. Right. Like, it's hoes that's graduating down here that can't even read. And that's fucking sad. Yeah. it's It was a really big problem before, and I think that's partially why we have so many charter schools. Because the hurricane, like, created this vacuum that was just like, <sighs> everybody came in. It's like, let's revamp the worst school district in America. And it's... We're at the worst thing in Mississippi is. Oh. <laughs> We're always um, one step ahead of Mississippi, guys. Yeah, what a great thing. What a great thing. Um, But just even, like across the states like if you go to any like inner city the education Mm -hmm. in black schools is is subpar it's like the complete like opposite of like the education in white schools and a lot of people and i mean i guess it's also like on the teachers as well like a lot of teachers aren't passionate about what they do they show up to their job for a check so if you're not passionate to make these black kids learn because let's be real teaching a class full of black students and teaching a class full of white students is a totally different they thing. are completely different a totally different thing and a lot of teachers cannot handle that so therefore they'll just let shit like slide and just be like okay whoever wants to do work will do work and whoever doesn't do work they just won't they won't do work and if right. i like them maybe i'll pass them it's crazy because, like, I guess growing up in, like, white schools, the thing, like, the thing that I felt like was valuable that my parents do was, like, they juxtaposed, like, me being in, like, white neighborhoods with me going to, like, an all-black church and being very involved in church, even though I don't really fuck with church, but, like, I fucked with the fact that, like, I was around a bunch of black kids. Yeah. Um, and we went to church in a different city um, that was predominantly black. Um, and to see, like, the things that I learned in school weren't really different from the things that like the kids were learning in Norfolk. But when it came time to go to like go to college, I had a whole like a whole point lower in GPA than lots of the black kids that I was going to church with, and I was getting into better schools. Mm-hmm. I applied to thirteen schools, got into twelve of them. Like it wasn't a problem for me to get into college because yeah. yes, I was a black kid, but I was a black kid at Tallwood High School that was in Virginia Beach that had this ahead-of-the-curve curriculum. Yeah. But you went to Lake Taylor where it was literally like an old prison and you had bars on your windows and you were valedictorian and you got denied for every single college that got accepted to. Yeah. Like, it was... Like, I knew, like, 
like that was like the biggest wake up call for me that I was like, <clears throat> yo, like you were in, like being in these schools helped you in some shape, form or fashion to get into whiter schools, to be quite honest, because that's all I really got into was like white schools. And then, I mean, upon going to white schools, I figured out like, I really don't need to be here. Mm. But it, like, it's, it's crazy that like, to think that even within like the system that's supposed to be similar, that no matter what you do in these types of situations, like you're undervalued. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's really too much of a common thing because there are so many like people that I've like, or I don't want to say people, but like hearing about from like family, friends and stuff like that about like kids that like had 4.0s in like high mm-hmm. school and like thought they were going to get into all these right. schools and got into one. But you got a 4.0. You should be able to go right. wherever you want to go. That's what they tell you. And it's it's just really it's truly it's truly sad. Honestly. And not to say that it's all based on the school because it does go back to like family presence right. and right. being taught at home that school is important, important as well. Mm-hmm. But it also like the school has to support that. Right. Right. Definitely. Like it's just um, everyone's talked about like race and I forgot to mention that part of me being in school but growing up elementary I my mom's a teacher and I used to for the most part up until about third or fourth grade I used to go to whatever school that she was teaching at and so I was like two years at this school two years at this school two years here and then and then I finally like went to a school for like three or four years and then I had to go to another school and then the hurricane happened and then I ended up at Lusher all the schools I went to before the hurricane aside from Carr that one year, um, were predominantly black. And then Carr happened and I that was like at that point it was a magnet school. So I know you needed to like you had to like take a test. I think I think it may be by name, but I think by like what a magnet school right. really is, I'm not I'm I, I'm not even sure what a magnet school really is because when they were talking about it in school they never really like we don't have we don't have them here. So they were just like, we're not going to teach y'all what that is because like, you're not going to be in a magnet classroom, which I don't know why, or they may have, and I just either wasn't there that day or I wasn't listening. I don't know one of those. Um, but Carl used to be a magnet school. I knew you used to have the test to get in. And then, um, and then that was the first time that I interacted with white people on like a, like a large scale that I remember. Aside from like hanging out, like I used to bowl as a kid on a bowling league. I, I used to interact with, with white people then. But like in school on like a regular basis, Carr was the first time. And even then, Carr was still like a regular, like a predominantly like black school. And then when I went to Lusher, it was just like, and you either got two options you either like go with the black people or you go with the white people because that's kind of what that was at lusher and then there's like the people in the middle ground who are just like a little bit of both and internalized racism was just like y'all who's crazy like y'all who's talk like weird or whatever the fuck and then so i ended up having white friends and then i realized once i got into college i was like girl that was a bad idea <laughs> but um that i did know is about going from all black schools and then going to Cabrini was like um, Black History Month was extremely different because oh, yeah. especially when you go to like 
like when I went to Morial Elementary School, like when it was Black History Month, it was Black History Month. There was no if ands or buts about it. You watched all the civil rights videos, you learned all of the history, and like you got like in depth like coverage of everything. And then when I got to Cabrini, and I remember I was doing some like Black History program or something, and like they didn't know who Emmett Till was, and I was like, how do you not know this? And like we were saying like all these Black History facts, and they were like, oh what I didn't know that. And it's like all they knew was Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. Right. I was just like, dang. Like, how my nigga Shirley Chisholm. Like, how do y'all not know any of this? It's like, what did y'all learn in school? So I, I, I realized that was like a big stark difference from going to a predominantly black school, predominantly white school. Apparently, black history is not taught, guys. Yeah, it's literally, not. And, literally, one of my books in high school had it, it went over like civil rights, whatever, and literally talking all this shit about like Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. Literally, like dedicated one and a half sentences to Malcolm X. <laughs> one and a half. I don't even really remember Black History Month. Like, yeah, that's how I feel school. too. I remember fifth grade, I got called Bojangles, oh. which what? in hindsight, like seems kind of racist. Very racist. Because that turned into like my whole, like it was Black History Month happened. I think we talked about Bojangles. And then of course I was always like a hoe that loved to dance. So... <laughs> <laughs> Why am I that surprised? Them tap dancing for watermelon seeds in front of the NWCP like, headquarters. That's what them hoes called me for like the rest of the year was like Bojangles, and I thought it was cool because like we had a Bojangles restaurant right. in Virginia, and I was like young, and I thought like chicken was cool and the biscuits really nice, and I was like, oh, y'all calling me like Bojangles? And like, then you grow up, and then you realize, like, oh, fuck y'all. y'all. Like <laughs> I didn't interact with racism for my first time until the hurricane. Because up until that point, I had gone to black schools. And I mean, we we had Black History Month, but I think for me, it was so... Everybody that I was friends... My mom was only friends with black people. She didn't interact with white people on a large scale until working during Katrina. Oh, and she was born in 63. But she had black friends. My dad had black friends. My mom's friends were teachers... They taught black kids. I mean, they had had black kids. I went to black school, so all I really knew was like black no, people. Like so black people. the camps I went to were Nord camps, which yeah, niggas I go to, to Nord camps. Yeah, I went to Nord camp at first, and then I went to a gifted summer camp at UNO. And I wasn't gifted yeah, classes, gifted. but it was. <laughs> I hated that, but it was like with black kids that I went to yeah, school with, my and so were at my elementary school. But then my gifted summer program was at UNO white kids. I mean, that when I first started like spending a lot of time with white kids, and my first instance of racism is some white girl didn't want some little black boy touch her. Oh. I think she called him a nigga. I can't remember. Well, one thing I will forever remember she that. Dirty, that. One thing. <laughs> one thing that I will forever remember that my mom told me is that the black man's like downfall in trying to like integrate was trying to integrate mm. rather than fighting for separate equality but equal. thank you right yeah mm-hmm. like we because we basically kind of already had our own shit we just want to be included and quality and quality i wanted a piece of pie just as big and just as good don't give me the burnt piece. Don't give me the crumbly piece. Because honestly, integ- honestly, like, integration only caused the white people to flee. Right. To the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And make private institutions. Do, my dad would right. say that integration really messed up a lot of black businesses. It did. It really did. And he grew up in segregation. 
Yeah, and um, but it was I was in seventh grade. This was during the hurricane. I was I was in gifted classes here, um, like here as in in New Orleans, and then that was that was definitely my first time interacting with white people on a very large scale because car was still like mostly black and you had like the white people who were there were all like from that area. So there was like around black people. So it really wasn't like anything that was too wild, but this was like in Hammond in the suburbs, which was like, it was, it was a public school and the only school in that parish. So it was like everyone went there. So it was black kids and white kids, but to get, but to, but on gifted, you had to get tested. And then once a week, they would put you on a school bus and you would leave for half of the day to go and do like oh, like okay, academic okay. games or some shit. And my sister and I were both in it, we, but we went on separate days. But I remember getting on that bus. Not only, number one, I think I'm, I might have talked talk about, about this on the show before. Number one, not only was I like from New Orleans during the hurricane, so like everyone's eyes were already on me. Number two, I think that was also when I realized that everybody in other places thought that we were all dumb. Mm -hmm. And then when I went there and like, not only was I not dumb, but I was like, came here in September, like shitting on what the fuck that y'all were doing and being like, we already did this. Like, what you, I've already done this. Mm -hmm. And then doing all of that. And then also going to their like out of school program that their kids weren't able to do. And so they also were just like, which we really don't fuck with you. But I got on this bus and I remember leaving. I stepped onto the bus. There were like nine kids on the bus. And then I was the only black kid on the bus. Talked to my sister the next day. She had about 12 kids and she was the only black kid on the bus. So I was just like, oh my God, bitch, this is it. And I was playing some game, doing something, and this white boy came up, and, and then he was like, you need to get up. And I was like, I'm playing the game. I'm not moving. And then he goes, you need to, like, y'all need to just go back home. You people need to go back home. And I was like, ain't no home to go to, so I'm stuck here at least till May. So what? I'm not getting up. And then I mean, that was definitely my first time where I was just like, he was like, you black people just come here, and you just think you can come in our gifter program and take over. Keep in mind, this kid is also in, like, seventh grade. So I was just like... I don't know what you want me to do when may I don't want to be like I like I don't want to be here like y'all are boring like it's just Hammond and that's why I was just like you the one really upset you big mad you big mad and you jealous and that's not my problem your problems with me are not my problems those are your problems like you're that intimidated that black people will like coming to take but also bitches one it's one it's literally one exactly and that's everyone it's not it's not like i brought six niggas with me it's one and even if you did you gotta sit down somewhere sir go play your little game all right um next question um i worded this weird hopefully you understand what i meant what do you think you would change about what was taught in school when you were in school versus when you like how do you feel about it now so for example when i was in school i was like we should be learning how to do taxes i should learn how to balance a checkbook like when like when i was in school like like i felt like like i knew like the fucking system and like this is stupid i don't need chemistry in real life oh so i thought that i knew like my shit but then now that i look back on it i don't feel the same way and so I'm wondering, what are some things, I guess, like, in that same... Well, I do think. 
that we should learn how to do taxes. I never said not financial understanding, but yeah, I think we need a lot more financial understanding, like taxes, budgeting, um, credit cards, uh, stocks and bonds. Um, I did think of, like this, like extracurricular. I'll teach me about stocks and like a little bit about it, but not enough. It's like with stocks, like the stock market and like all that kind of stuff, and just like how banks work and just all kind of financial literacy that we don't get taught. You never get taught that actually unless you take it. Like, yeah, no, college. no one so, does like, that. Just like get thrown into the adult world about it. Um, I feel like we just need more practical. I feel like more practical things. Or if you want to, oh, shit. Um, I'll I'll explain what I meant. If you want to, no, no, I mean, if you want to give a second to like yeah, collect your thoughts, um, because I I feel like on that same token, at this point in my life right now, like I'm 24, like if I want to know how to do taxes, I can just literally go and look it up. Like, oh no, know what I mean? Like I didn't, I I can do taxes without having, like I don't need to have gone to school to figure out how to like do my taxes plus also like there's turbo tax like yeah. i can fill a like I, I i can read and fill a form out but i but i i know but, but what i meant is like giving kid financial literacy definitely like understanding like stocks and like the stock market and like how to budget for real and then not just saying save your like save your money like no like how do you budget actually show me how, how to budget right 40 hours a week pay my rent and bills, pay my bills and pay right. my car note pay and my still insurance, have fun still have money on the side and still save right that's what i mean like writing a check like you can like you can kind of figure not figure it out but you know but like that kind of stuff is very simple to do and i thought when i was in high school like i need to learn how to change a tire like but i feel like doing those things are definitely more like dawn said like practical to oh know, no definitely they really are fucking trigonometry trigon <laughs> but anyone? i also but i i as, but like, also, I feel like if you're going into a field that is very math based, then yes. Like, I feel like honestly, school should be mapped out based on your learn your long term um, career that you're trying to like achieve. Like, it should be based on how to actually survive in real life because. At the end of the day, me knowing two plus two equals four, yes, I should know that. But where is that applicable? I mean, I guess it is applicable, like, as in going for groceries or right. like, like simple addition or whatever. But, like, I'm just, like, giving an example. I don't like, need to I find like, what time this train leaves and what time that train, like, that doesn't help me. I I feel a little bit differently about that because, like. Like, right that that well, kind of yeah, like, like, that. like 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 that 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 kind of skill right. but i feel like there are some things like i could figure out how to like write a check like that i can figure out how to like write a letter but i, I like think more in depth beyond the basics I yeah like, I, right and so i'm talking about now looking back on it i think still so much changing attire like yes that's practical but i think a lot of this is stuff that you can sort of just like figure out you figure it out like it's it's changing a tire is me sitting in a classroom is not going to teach me how to change a tire like i have to physically get out and do that but i think there are things like sex ed that needs to be like a real thing in the high school classroom That's right and then like sex ed here did you 
We had it. It was thrown in with yeah. with with health for me, but it was like yeah, it was like a health. Class. It was like a blip, and it was like the like STD project was our like sex ed. Mm-hmm. Like use a condom, don't have sex. That was it. Wow, next thing. Right, next and it was like it. mental health. Yeah. Don't be anger management, and then like uh, that was it. But but I I, I think. But yeah, the things like that, like learning about. I feel like psychology shouldn't be a class that should be a college course. Right. You know I feel like a class like that should be. Oh. You have to learn how to, like, when you go about life, you have to learn how to deal with certain people. You have to mm-hmm. like try to figure out certain shit on your own that you really don't need to yeah. figure yeah. out. Like, I, I think a, a lot of those things could be taught, and you'd be surprised by that if classes are like set up in different ways mm-hmm. if classes are set up in ways where teachers promote a lot of like group work you learn conflict resolution through like doing stuff like that so you yeah. may n- not necessarily need to have a class devoted to things like that but um okay. i meant to say and then also things like go ahead i got an example so i think things that they should like you know things that i would go back and teach now that's a question or yeah like, where i think we're talking about is like learning all these things and how to apply it like you i feel like a lot of times you recycle the same amount of information like we recycle the same amount like we always talk about slavery like each year of school and then like you know talk about stuff like that and then so like you learn spanish and then you take spanish classes and so i'm taking like the same intro spanish class every year of life and then i don't know how to speak spanish i feel like i mean at cabrini you could like you could have taken a um like the last level of Spanish where you actually speak Spanish class. Yeah, that's also a different story. Like you can choose to do that, but I feel like at most schools you just learn basic. You get up to Spanish, but you right. don't know how to apply it. I feel like looking back at school, I wish they taught me how to apply things. Like yeah, if you're gonna teach me Spanish, teach me how to actually speak Spanish. I mean, I took Spanish in college too, and I still don't know nothing. Right, like I can't go to no Spanish speaking country. School has become not learning or not about learning yeah. it's about memorizing yeah and regurgitation yeah, that's what it's about yeah. and it's really like it's really fucked up because well my main thing i didn't mean to skip you did you want to go no, 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 go ahead um my main thing that i feel like should well that i would like go back and teach her that i feel should be taught more is just about black history and not just in february and when i say that i mean like not oh we're gonna focus on civil rights it's like okay yes let's focus on civil rights for this day but let's also talk about all the black inventors that invent everything that we use today right like when you have history courses you're learning about all these old white men right that have done this and done this and done this and do this and do this but we don't know anything about these people that basically have invented everything, everything that else. affect our right. day-to-day life. And I feel like that also like will make a huge impact on self-worth in black children. Mm-hmm. Because when you're going to school and you're learning about all these white people, you're like, oh shit, what does that we, teach me? Right. I was a slave and that's we, it. We don't do nothing. I, exactly. And I feel like that would like cause a huge... like improvement in like just black schools because not saying that black people have 
low self-esteem naturally but i mean let's be real about it i mean it, but it comes from right? Right, right like turning on your tv it's like tight. yeah you see it's if you tight. see a black commercial and it's not on fucking bt it's probably a mcdonald's commercial right or cigarettes right <laughs> right and um, I, I just feel like that would really yeah, impact self-worth it would and i think because the way history is taught is taught and like how something that has affected white America. So it's like, right. you learn about slavery and how that affected white, white America, America instead of yeah. learning about people. Like, you don't learn about black, you don't learn about black people during slavery and then during civil rights. And, that's it. and then Obama. And then, and then like, and then President Obama now. But then like, you know, he might get some 70s stuff. You know, right. Jimi Hendrix. Yay. Yeah, right. Jimi Hendrix, but that's about it. Like, There's like, a, only show up in those times. Like, before that, we didn't exist. Just like in movies. The same thing in movies. Yeah. Like, we didn't exist apparently before that. Which is ridiculous. There's a um a book called The People's History of the United States, which does a little bit b- better job of like, again, I think a lot of this is all tying back to like, I a lot a lot of the reason why schools are the way they are now is because we have these standardized tests. So teachers sort of like have to teach to the test. So there are things that that teachers would love to do that that they can't do. I standardized tests are built for students to fail. I disagree. I mean, it's just a different way of testing. No, well, what, what I mean is standardized tests is one of the quickest ways to get a large amount of data at one time. Right. Like, I can test a million students for the ACT test on one day. By the end of the day, run their Scantrons through a Scantron machine and have everybody's data that quick. But and also, like, I but I think... The ACT is not very accurate because... Every time you take the ACT, it's in a different order. You have a certain amount of time for each test. Um, I mean, just me, myself, as an example, like, I took the ACT, the ACT, I believe, like, three times. And I think, like, one was a practice test. And I got, like, completely different scores each yeah. time. Because it also depends It depends on what you were, like, how you were feeling that day. Because you're stuck in this fucking classroom for hours on end taking tests. 15 minute breaks if that and you're taking these tests back to back to back to back and then you're like honestly by the time you get to the last uh subject you're just like taking the shit just to be done with it because i mean let's be real that's another race of like standardized testing everybody wants to be done first right and it's i just feel like the ac i'm just really against the act i just feel like it's built for like people to not be successful i'm not against them as a way to like take data but i think applying them as like measures of intelligence and ways for people to like get out of school is just like that's not the way a test right. is not meant a test is meant and it's always been as a snapshot of what you know at that time on that day yeah, given right. these circumstances and like that's all it is and it helps you to like you can see trends yeah, right. and like progress but applying that to like oh you can't pass this class unless you do well on this test is like irresponsible yeah. but there's no other way for me for example if i had if i had everyone do a project i can't grade 130 project in the same time that i can grade 130 scantrons but like a scantron just gives me we're supposed to do as a teacher is a snapshot of like what y'all know at this amount of time and at guess, what depth y'all know. And so I, I guess think, what I meant like saying that I meant like the elite tests and like stuff like that. No, but, I, but what I mean is like I, I, I think I think those are fine. And I think in, in like an end of course EOC test is fine as a way to see, for example, you were saying I had a GPA point that was one lower than this school 
but I was getting into these schools, which means that y'all not teaching the same thing, y'all teachers aren't teaching the same thing, and having one standardized test that's the same for everybody shows show me Louisiana teachers are teaching this, but not teaching that, so this is what we need to work on in Louisiana, but it should not be a reflection on, like, it shouldn't be a reflection necessarily on whether or not a teacher gets to keep their job, and it also shouldn't be a reflection on a student's level of intelligence, but right. again, like, the way that I use them in my classroom, I have to put grades in because I have to, but I use them more so of if if I give you a test on genetics, evolution, and like it, the environment, and I see that everyone does fine on genetics, they do okay on on evolution, and then completely bomb the like environmental. That means that I did good here. I need to work here and do better here, and so it gives me a snapshot of how I'm doing and lets them know what they understand, and so. Like that, it helps, and I don't mind it in that way, but using them as tools to be like, you don't pass this based on this bar, so you can't go to the next grade is like very irresponsible, especially with a test like the ACT that is so time sensitive. We were doing, I think I factored out the science portion of the ACT, and the kids have about 40 to 50 seconds per question without reading passages, and it's just like, that's impossible. I luckily ended up being like good at, at taking tests, mm -hmm. but it's like some people like I I read fast, but like I can do that in like that time. But it's just like yeah, it's like what you say. Like people, it's like we take we we learn stuff just to take tests or regurgitate it, and then teachers are teaching stuff just so you can take this test. I feel like we just it's like a whole bunch of like lack of communication right teaching and actually care about what the students and the students actually taking it in and trying to apply it and like oh well this is this and this is that you know i feel like it's just it's people who are not educators who are deciding what goes on yeah, for everyone else and it's like, else. Like, and it's like these this disconnect on. doesn't match yeah, i feel like it's not connecting i feel like we're not actually just, people aren't getting educated I feel yeah like just just like they're like, absorbing like, information i feel like and that's it, it they're not like they're like taking the information just to spit it out and not even absorbing it. It's just right. like going in one ear and out the other. And, and it's going it's onto paper. And yeah, and, um, and when I was growing up, my dad would always say, I spend a lot of time talking about education with my dad, obviously. Um, he always say like school isn't for everybody. He was like, he really thought, which like now I think about it too, that they should have some other elements like um like, tra like a trait. Like I think I disagree. Thing in school too just to, just for people to see like what they could be better at oh you mean college school no even is that like, what you like, meant well like like going just, to a high school well i feel like having trade schools would be or just like an, a program where you can like just like a oh no option, like, i will say there are schools that have that when i was student teaching at my school they had a welding program and so mm -hmm. kids were leaving high school with like certifications in welding and can leave high school and start a career making like sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year. But it's all no, but it, it is it's extremely rare, but this school also has a lot of money and is in a parish that has a lot of money. And so people are very the community is invested in what's going on at these schools and you have parents who are invested and you have kids who are participating in the programs. Yes. If you had kids who were like welding, bitch for what? That's what I meant. Like, hands-on things because not every school is not meant for everybody like i am not meant for math math is not meant for me so but i often I feel like there shouldn't have to waste your time yeah i feel like there should be an option for students it's like okay i maybe i'm not very good at 
science, but I'm very good with my hands. I'm very good at maybe, I don't know, wood shop or something, or, you know, maybe there's a plumbing class or just like something to give students an option just so, you know, it's like, cause I feel like when you're a student and school is not necessarily for you and you don't really learn that way, it kind of messes you up and then you end up with like a bad GPA and you can't get into college and maybe you don't want to go to college and you just end up kind of just shit out luck. I think school also, I think that like changing like the cl- the classroom environment like could help that because mm-hmm. like there's so many different learning styles that people yeah, like true. have mm-hmm. and honestly to be quite honest Truthfully. i think that lot <laughs> thank you <laughs> lots of these like classrooms are too big like mm-hmm. you're you're having teachers deal with like at a class of 30 kids yeah like like 20 30 kids at mm-hmm. one time that like you can't reach everyone and like actively okay. like yeah, like, it's, like, you, and further than that, like, you have 30 kids in that class, but then you have other classes, too. Like, you have teachers, like, teaching hundreds of kids in one day, mm-hmm. and they can't, like, adequately sit down and, like, yeah. give, like, the time necessary to all these children. And, mm-hmm. like, it's just, like, 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 like you were saying, Petty, um, this, like, disconnect between, like, the people making the decisions and the actual educators is that, there's not enough time in the day. There's not enough teachers. There's not enough money for the teachers. There's not enough money for the students. Like, there's just, like, yeah. not enough. Right. And people also don't, and then, like, we make, I feel like the, I mean, you mentioned before, like, our school system is very archaic. Our education system, the way it people is very archaic. Like, we now know that people learn differently. There's audio learners. There's um, video, visual learners and, like, hands-on learners. I feel like, um, as Moon said, you know, we need to figure out how each student, not each student learns. It's like there needs to be a process, like you said, just like. There's something that happens uh, in between elementary school and middle school where that goes away. Because if you remember, you have centers in like kindergarten, first and second grade where you hop from like playing with blocks and doing puzzles and mm-hmm. doing this thing. And then something along the lines between like some schools do it in third grade still, but usually around fourth or fifth is where you start switching classes. And like that sort of like, goes away i've also heard research that says that we don't have different learning styles but i don't know how true it is i haven't really looked that up in my classroom i'm not sure if i've seen i've only been doing it for a year but one thing i can say smaller class sizes and changing how classrooms are set up definitely can help a lot of people i'm not part of the mindset of like and maybe it's me and my like rose tinted glasses i feel like every subject is for everyone i feel like even people's People may say, oh, I'm not a good math person, aside from people who have things like learning disabilities related to numbers. Mm -hmm. I feel like math is is a thing that everyone can understand if it's taught the right Right way way by the right person. Mm -hmm. And you can put that interest in people to learn because I hated math growing up. And then I had a teacher in high school who just like did some voodoo math magic and like I fell in love with it and he was able to explain it in a way that I was able to get it and like that and there's some teachers that don't take the time to do that right just be like oh well you don't get it sorry you have to get x figure it out and there are some kids who told me like there was one girl who was like I've never gotten a c in a science class and I got a c in chemistry which is like one of the harder sciences and she was like this is a big deal for like everyone at home and I was just like girl like you did it like and she she left my class feeling confident not necessarily confident but feeling less shitty about like what she knew about science and i think a lot of it 
a lot of it depends on that. But I think a big lesson that I think school also teaches and gradually like introduces this is that sometimes there are things as an adult and in life that you don't want to do that you have to do because you just have to do them. Like paying bills. I don't want to pay bills, but like if I don't pay my bills, then like I don't have nothing to do. And so school sort of like preps you for that in a very low impact thing where it's like you may not like math, but you got to take this like algebra two class because you got to take it just like focus on it, get through it. And then granted being in a classroom and doing something out of obligation really doesn't like help, but it's just like, it it definitely helps you to learn that like put up with things because you like, you just got to do them. I don't want to do taxes, but I got to do them because I just have to do them. Unfortunately, like, like that's where we live, but I, I don't know. School is really complicated, especially after like being like behind the like curtain of like Wizard of Oz and seeing like how it really works. It's just like, okay, so this is how it really works. This is how to like implement things that wants that wanna happen. But I think the way school is structured needs to definitely shift. I the class being in the classroom, I don't mind. I think having teachers teach to a test is like a waste of time Mm -hmm. because for example teaching to the test in biology i don't get to talk about sex ed like i don't like that does not we get like maybe a week but if that is that like i feel like teaching to the test i feel like teaching to the test is a good idea only when we're drawing so much or right test so much importance. right like and if the act is going to be this big dog test that you have to take to get into college and you're you have to get a certain score to get into these colleges then way more than your last semester of what is that you take a junior year or senior year? it depends well like instead of taking it or instead of like like practicing or right. practice test that semester before you have to take the test you should be taught to this test. Like right. the information that you're being taught in school should prepare you for this. The, exactly. Right. Half of the shit that you're learning in school, that shit ain't on the ACT. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like pick one. Right. What they want you to do instead is pay for an ACT prep course. Like that's what yeah. they want you to do. So you like spend this money, which in when I was growing up, that was only white kids that spent that money. Right. Like they went and they got taught the fucking test. Yes, exactly. No, like and that's what happened. That was a class you could take. You could, like, mm-hmm. The kids have that at the school that I teach at, and we had books that we would like give them test prep skills and practice tests and all that. So and we did a bunch of that. It, it, I mean, and and, and and it was if you had like if but you had access to you that. Just imagine if you had been taught over your years, years of high school, school how right over and over and over and over again rather than the same bullshit that you don't need to know outside of high right. school you would have gotten a way higher score mm-hmm. and probably have went to a way better school with even more grants or even more scholarships because you actually know this information rather right. than oh i'm just gonna touch the graze the surface of this information and then when i get this test like I'm staring at it like, bitch, what? Right. I I think, long stories, I guess, like, the way school should be run in general is that you have your core classes and you do, like, your... I think you should do general science for two years in high school because that way it gives you a semester of, like, physical science, a semester of physics, a semester of chemistry, a semester of bio because I think there are things in all those classes that really 
are necessary for people to understand how the world works. Like a basic, and I think I've definitely talked talked about this on the show a basic understanding of like knowing how viruses and like right. like mm-hmm. antibiotics works definitely applies to the real world but people assume biology i don't need to know about mitochondria in real life and it's like and it's like yeah like that we don't need to know but you do need to understand how a fucking vagina works you do need to understand how a fucking period works you do need to know that when you have like like antibiotics you have to finish them all in the right time and you don't share them like you have to learn like things like that and then understanding like forces and like how like pulleys and like ramps and like all that kind of stuff works to help with people who do manual labor and just lifting things and it helps with just like navigating through life basic chemistry i don't need to know the charges of like neutrons right that's that's what i meant but like i think those should be taken for two years and then for your last two if that's the field you want to go into then you go and take your like full year of this class or your full year of that class i think english should definitely go all four years of school i think social sciences not so not social studies but just social sciences psychologies like not necessarily anthropologies but just like histories like that so they should all be taught all four years of high school there should be an entire year dedicated to like money like financial fiscal literacy needs to be done for a whole year and then i guess like bring back home ec yeah not i guess or have an entire year of like a personal like health and wellness class where you teach sex ed mental health like mental health and how to like actually deal with stuff and not just like taking baths as like self-care is cool and that's cute but it doesn't really address any like problems that may be going on and like taking stigmas away from like going to a therapist or like anything along those lines and then can't teach the kids too much then they don't gotta go to college well they don't gotta pay to go to college well i'm just saying college is a scam exactly that's i mean i went to college and i wouldn't be able to do what i do without it but like college is like kind of a scam it is a scam kind of paying for it is a scam okay i think Going to it isn't a scam, like, but paying but for it is why, a scam. I feel like that's also the re- the reason why they don't teach shit that actually needs to be known in high school. Because they're like, oh, <coughs> well, we can't teach you too much because then you won't be obligated or feel obligated to pay all these thousands of dollars to get this knowledge from these uh, institutions. Right. See, that, like, but then I, I, like, I, I feel... I feel like if you were to, like, if you were to use the system you just said about school... By the time you get to college, you, wouldn't, you should just jump into what you would specialize in. And you oh, wouldn't, no, right. Oh, no, oh, no. People can't, people can't be sure of what they want to do because <laughs> then they won't waste time going to school for things that they're not sure that they want to do. Wow. That's but the whole point like, of college. I Let's make like, these hoes confused so they can right. spend more money for more semesters. It's like a fucking scam. Right. That's what it is. Like, a pyramid scheme. In a whole, like, <laughs> like, but we already have, like, industry basically set up that requires you to have whatever bullshit degree that you need to have quote unquote to survive and like personally like i remember going to like arts high school which was kind of like a magnet school like we auditioned right in and then like we were bust out um and we were learning all of these practical things that like honestly like it set me ahead of like lots of the kids in like my music classes in college because mm-hmm. i was learning all that shit right but 
when it came time to like like when push comes to shove when you graduate from that and like you're like oh i have a working knowledge of classical music or whatever like that i still have to go to college and repeat all of this over and over mm -hmm. and over for four years so that i can get this bullshit degree that's not really gonna work but it's going to like say i know how to play classical music right but it doesn't literally say i know how to play classical music it says i have a music degree which right. doesn't really mean anything to me now because I'm out of college learning new music that I couldn't do in college because it wasn't right or appropriate for me to play. Yeah. So I like going to film school, I feel like I didn't really get the bulk of what I actually apply working in the film industry into my last two years of college. I feel like if they were to start, if the way college, I mean, obviously college needs to be restructured too, if we're going to do mm -hmm. it. So like it should be structured. Like I should learn like my basic of film. Like I shouldn't have to take all these bullshit. Like, Core Core ass 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 ass. I, I mean, know. it's I, fine if I that should be more of an elective than what I want to do as my career path. And then, granted, if I don't like, if I start off and I'm like, you know what, maybe I don't like film, I could try something else. Then I can like, I feel like it should just be like switched around. I feel like you spend the first two years doing core classes, which is fine. You know, it's kind of a refresher. You know, I get it, fine, whatever. But I feel like I shouldn't have to smush everything that I want to do in my last two years of school. Like maybe I should have started heavy film classes my basic film classes in like the beginning and then like getting heavier with like each semester and by the time i graduated school i could have like i don't know i feel like they should integrate you more into like your job field maybe yeah. your senior year instead of just your senior year so by the time you get out of school you know you you're graduating at a basically better than an entry level position yeah pretty much um, everyone that i know has graduated from college are still learning still what still learning oh yeah as far as their profession goes. Yeah, I, like I feel like they should have, if the, cause you can like take, you can do, at UNO you can do like filmmaking, you could be part of like UNO filmmakers, but it's not necessarily a class. Like they have like classes where we do make films, but I feel like a lot of people UNO filmmakers make a lot more short films. I feel like if they were to actually make that integrated more into the class. Yeah. Thing, then I would like have more and more practical knowledge than just a few small projects I did. Like, I, I I don't know. I think part of the core class thing is to, I, I feel like the reason why we have the core classes, I think in college is because of the way high school is set up and because you don't get to really specialize in anything in high school. So you get all this like very general knowledge and it's just like, it would be almost a waste of time and money for people. People wouldn't go to college if I'm doing all this general work and then the first time I get there, you expect me to pick what I want to do for the, like the rest of my life after I've just like gotten a literal like mortgage board, a cornucopia, if you will, of information, <laughs> right, of, 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 of information in high school and then you want me to like specialize like right now, you get people who may want to start in film and then realize I don't want to do this anymore, but I've taken all these film only classes so now when I go to this next thing, I'm like starting from scratch. And I, like I think with core classes, it gives you like a little bit of like a platform yeah. to where if I do switch early on, I can like get a little taste. But then if I do switch early on, I'm not like completely fucked. Because for example, had I jumped straight into bio and like pre-med when I started school and then realized the end of my second, my like second year that i wanted to become a teacher i would have to start everything completely over and it was just like i would still be in school now and so yeah. i think I mean, core I classes is like a little bit of like a buffer zone yeah. to where I mean, like I understand, I understand it but i feel like 
I get there's a buffer zone, but I feel like it extends entirely too long. Yeah, but, I feel like it should just be a freshman yeah. year. Oh, I don't know. I think I'm also different because I was taking like bio classes and like my situation is different than everyone else's because I remember that I was like core classes was like what I wanted to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Like math and science. That was like what I was going to school for I mean, was, from the beginning. And you can't even say like you got to have high school students pick what they want to do for the rest of their life because nobody really knows. I mean, I changed my People entire change life. after three years of uh, college. Yeah, I, my entire life I was going to be a doctor and I changed my mind by senior year of high school. Like, <laughs> um, I think okay uh, then like, you know what maybe I don't want to do that <laughs> um, the next question was how do you much do you know about current education and not so much of the way it works but I guess like the laws and policies and all that behind how education in America works right now on a scale of 1 to 10 um, negative 2 so you don't right I think I'm about a 2 okay about how it like i like for example people know for example we know quite a bit in like even off like the top of our tongues about like how we got to where we are as black people right now we understand the like current state of black america we understand the current state of like gay america at this Mm -hmm. place but do we understand politically like if i use the phrase common core do you really know what that means I've heard of Common Core, but I've I really don't. I've yeah. never, it's never been explained to me. Okay, so like very core. little. Yeah. Okay. I experienced a little, like I learned, I didn't, we didn't have that in Virginia. And I came down here, I remember. That's I was, brand new, that's why. Oh, okay. Common Core is like within like the past like five or six years. Okay. Yeah. But go ahead. I <laughs> came down here and I was taking a math class at UNO and something was going on that like it seemed like everyone else in the classroom understood what was going on as to why this equation had to be solved in this exact way with oh. these exact numbers and even though i was getting the same numbers as people like i was still getting shit wrong and i was just like what's going on and someone like explained to me that like common core and a, a lot of that comes from long story short i'm going to quickly like say it but long story short common core is a set of standards that have been made by like i think i want to say by the government of like the united states that every state's supposed to and ideally would adopt so that we are all teaching these set of standards which means an a at your school means an a at my school meaning that my teacher is teaching me everything so if sex ed is a standard that's supposed to be taught in a biology class, your teacher's doing it, so is mine, so is hers, so is his. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a way to, like, not even the playing field, but put everybody on the same level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saying that we should all, at the very minimum, be teaching this stuff. Mm-hmm. Common Core right now only applies to math and reading and, like, language arts. Like, we don't really have, science doesn't really have a Common Core. We have, like, national science standards some shit like that but like it's used at some schools we kind of use them sometimes at my school but the big thing the big thing that people are talking about and the people have been really been harping on is math people already don't like math like most people already don't like math so anything dealing with math is already foreign but the common core like math way feels a little bit longer and yes you'll get the same answer but what the Common Core Math way teaches you to see numbers and see the relationships between them and see how they really work. And if it's done right, it can really lead to an understanding of math that is like 
understanding how they work together and seeing the relationships between numbers and understanding hypotenuse and like Pythagorean theorem and like how that actually applies to like this thing and like sine and cosine. Like when you talk about sine and cosine and like pi and all that, it all completely like makes sense once you see how the numbers like connect together. And that's what Common Core is supposed to do. But you have so many parents who learned math in a way of like, 24 plus 24 is 4 plus 4 equals 8, 2 plus 2 equals 4, and like that's the way that they learned how to like add numbers. Common Core shows you, I don't, I don't want to call it a mental math, but it shows you a way to connect numbers. And I didn't realize until recently, the reason why I like math is because that's the way that I, my teacher taught us how to see numbers in high school that way, like relationships between them and how like this connects to that and how these relate to this. And then you see the relationships and how they work common core I, I i don't think isn't bad i just think it's being like in practice is being done a very wrong way and it's again communication errors you put in common core but you don't equip the parents to be able to help them when they go home like you give kids this homework and say it has to be done this way but the parents don't know how to do it growing up my mom was able to help me because my math homework was done the same way it was done when she learned how to do math. So like she was able to use what she knew, but when you're coming in here with a completely new way to do a problem to get this answer, like you have kids like doing this. And so it really does lead to being able to use numbers and apply them. But people are just so used to like seeing a two as a two and not as a, like a relationship between a number. They see a four as a four and not as like this and that. And so yeah, it's it's hard to explain. It's easier if I show it, but I gotta figure out how to show it because again, like I don't teach math. But that's the long story short where Common Core is. Um, my next question is: Do you want to change the amount of stuff you know about education? Like, is is that a thing that like you said negative two? You said a two. I assume you said about a two as well. So, like, is do you want to know more about the current, like, about politics and education? Does that really, because we're not parents, like, that's not something like that's not a concern for us? I mean, is that why? Be a concern for me because I do plan on having kids, and also I still have my niece and nephew, and then you know other children. Um, but so I feel like I need to know about it to better equip, like, knowing what they're going through and like how to actually understand the education system that applies for them and because you know i want to have kids i need to know how the education system works for my kids at some point okay yeah. oh good i mean i'd like to say that i really want to know because i mean like no like knowing education is like knowing how people's minds work and knowing mm -hmm. how like you know like people younger than me are learning these days but I ain't got time for that shit. Like, yeah. I have other shit to do. I have, you know, like, mm -hmm. I'm out here, like, a young nigga trying to make money, like, trying to live and, like, trying to eat and, like, move that dough. Right. Like, trying to move that dough, trying to food this stack, you know, <laughs> like, trying to make <laughs> it do what it do. And, like, y'all equip me with this shit and I'm going to keep using it this way because I don't know no other way. Right. But, I mean, like, it, it would be valuable, but at the same time, like, I just feel like there's a lot of other things, especially yeah. in this day and age, that, like, I gotta, like, keep my eye on. Mm -hmm. That's valid. That I, feel like, valid. I feel like things like that are super important when you're, like, a parent because, like you said, like, kids need help when 
they bring this fucking schoolwork home and if you're teaching them the wrong way like on the test when they do it the wrong way they're gonna get points off for it right Mm -hmm. for example like i've helped my little brother like do homework before and the way that he showed me that he was taught in class that day i was just like i don't get it and i like basically helped him to do his homework to get these answers in a totally different way and mind you with math you have to show your work and if you don't show your work in the correct way it's not right like if the teacher told you to do the lattice method with this fucking like multiplication and you don't do it correctly but you still get the same answer you're still getting points off because that's not the method that you were taught Mm -hmm. so i think it's definitely like important for like people who like are around children or like have children because there has to be a way to keep parents updated you know what i'm saying and in a perfect world we want to say that but also parents be having other shit to do too like they're working trying to keep the lights on so do they have time to learn this whole new method of mad to help little like jacob do fucking homework like probably not huh I say my sister got my niece and she's still bad at math. Mm-hmm. My sister's still bad at math. Luckily, my mom is great at math. That's so good. Hopefully, that's when Monique stepped in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I had. I remember my parents were both not math people, but my I, and I and I, I think I, I've never told my mom this, but I probably should. But like looking back as a kid, I didn't know this. But like looking back, I'm like she did a lot. Cause I definitely remember her like she had she would have to go and like learn it to teach to be right. able to like yeah, help with homework and like that is the thing that like as a parent she was like it's my response like I'm not gonna send you to school and like have you fuck up like fuck that like if I gotta stay up late I just gotta stay up late and as a mom like I just gotta suck it up and get it done and so and a lot she of did what she had to do a lot of parents yeah. don't they don't have time they don't have time mm-hmm. or like they put too much importance on other shit not even that like I'm, I'm saying like they put they let school hold too much weight because at the end of the day like you're at school or in this class for like 30 minutes and you have this amount of information that you're supposed to take in 30 minutes process be able to do homework come back bring this homework get it graded right take a test or take a quiz and then ultimately Hold this information in your brain until this test comes up and still be able to, like, do a good job. And mind you, you have all these other classes that you're taking at the same damn time. So, it's, it, oh shit, I forgot my thought, girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's just. I think we got a lot of overhauling to do. I think you were going to say it's just hard for. Oh, parent people rely on schools to do all the work in my yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, boo. Thank you, Sonny D. I got you, girl. Yeah. yeah, people do do that. And I think it's hard on parents because as an adult, we're all adults. Adults are overworked. And people, I know a lot of times people, at, when you have jobs, you have kids, like a lot of jobs, especially if you work in corporate America, is like, you know, they don't really care that you have kids. They want you to work, 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 make this money. That's also a really old-fashioned way of thinking, like, mm-hmm. oh, school is going to teach you. Yeah. I'm not your teacher. So yeah. Your teacher. No, my mom was just like, girl, I teach during the day, and I come home, and I teach at home. Thank you. Yeah. And 
she was like, that's part of the responsibility of being a parent. If I didn't want to do that, I shouldn't have had y'all. Having kids is optional. She, cause she, she, I remember, I never remember her telling us that she was like, yes, you can have kids like unoptionally, like through rape or things like that. But she's like, for the most part, like you can prevent having like a child is completely preventable. Yeah. Like they're completely preventable. So she's just like, part of that is just like, that's the responsibility of like being a parent. If you want to be a parent, that might mean that you might have to go and do a little extra learning yourself. And if you don't want to do that, then you should never have been a parent. Well, and then you also got to think about if we're going to tie it back to the overall arching theme of education in the black community. You got to think of a lot of people in the black community aren't well educated themselves. Right. But they also don't have the ability to. The cycles of poverty and so, ignorance. Yeah, the cycles of poverty and ignorance. And then you also have like impoverished people working more than one job and not being home so by the time they their kids get home they may not still be home and then the kids are home alone doing homework by themselves if so they do it if they right. do it and then they can and then if they do do it they can only rely on their teachers or rely on maybe their older brother and sister and then maybe if they have younger siblings they have to watch their younger siblings you know it's like there's also a lot of things you gotta also factor in for young black kids especially in like inner cities and stuff like right. that so it's just like hard like America sucks. Yeah, luckily yeah. now we have the internet, so it can be Googled how to solve a problem. Mm. But like back in the G, we ain't have that. You got to either we learn. We were just sitting there looking at that paper full of struggle. Yeah, still. Struggle. Just staring at that shit for like three hours. I'm trying like, to write three paragraphs. Like, what? <laughs> I'll take a Pop-Tart break. <laughs> <laughs> take a Pop-Tart break. I just, I want everyone to start just not, you know, everyone doesn't need to become like professional like politics of like american education but i think if you see a little story go to huffington post education and just like click and just read one article and just see yeah because a lot of people graduate school or like leave and then they, they just because they're like it's out of my hair <laughs> fuck that <Hi. laughs> <laughs> school for what bitch <laughs> i'm done <laughs> i got a job i finally finished thank you <laughs> finally <laughs> finished and still serving hoes at a restaurant. <laughs> R.I.P. Mm. <laughs> Thank That's you. a personal anecdote for y'all. You know, it's a little, little right, internal tear. Mm. And then the tear falls. Ah. All right. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and wrap everything up. Fucked her up. Play her a song. 
back no more. Hey, Mr. Radio, I just want to hear good music. Free your mind and everything will follow, won't you? Free your mind and everything will follow, won't you? My nigga just made bail. 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 Free your mind and everything will follow, won't you? Free your mind. Free your mind and everything will follow, won't you? Everything gon' go down the radio. They don't play songs I like no more. Hey, Mr. Radio, I just wanna hear good music. Down the radio. They don't play songs I like no more. Hey, Mr. Radio. Free your mind and everything will follow. Free your mind and everything will follow. Free your mind and everything will follow. Free your mind. Free your mind, everything will follow. Free your mind, everything will follow if you free your mind. Never thought it before, now it's all I can see. I don't get no reward without trading the cruelty. You're asking the Heaven tonight, my get turned away. There's only one that you want, only one in the same. People want each other, oh, why? But I've never put the two things together. Why would you fight for love? Why would you pay to hurt there's still nothing to hold on to but your mind. Why won't you fight for love? Why didn't you fight for something else? There's still nothing to hold on to but your mind. You're faithful as hell to what you never had. Walking the streets, throwing good after bad. But I could be so for you. Somebody who will hold you together. I 
Trailer, I'm, trailer, go ahead. I'm Petty Manny's. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey. And we're joined by the um, Bantu twins. <laughs> I hate y'all. <laughs> the slowest move back. Really? <laughs> um, we're coming to the last leg of the show. Before we get there, oh. I'm going to let you know. That part about blood. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> Sing a song. Bring the mic full out. of that. <laughs> I've been having. I've been sick for the past month and a half. I can't find the word blood in here now. She doesn't have the range. <laughs> I do have the range. I'm just sick right now. I've hit that note on the show before. Proceed. We have come over a way that with tears that whoa, bitch. <laughs> we. I, mean, I got it. 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 Let me get it. I got it. I got it. We have come. Over a way that with tears has been watered, we have come turning our path through the blood of the slaughtered out of the gloomy past to no woes. I need some water. I need I need to get Rihanna's vocal coach because whoever whoever you need to get Beyonce's vocal coach no but Beyonce no Sister Mary Clarence la la let's go Frankie oh he taught me how to watch to watch 
Live right and pray. And he taught me how to live, rejoice, rejoicing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every day. Every day. One of my favorite. Oh, happy day. I can't get it. <laughs> Hey. hey, my favorite part is um, God damn when it, Jesus was. It's in. It's a when Jesus was. Oh, oh, Um, it's during when what's the when you saying joyful, joyful? Yes. No, it's a part where um. That's the end. God, what's that part? By the way. Yeah, that part. They done for me lately. That was, like, that was like the end. Ooh. That was like a second. Like yeah. Come enjoy the chorus. No, the mighty, mighty chorus. Yeah. The morning star began. <laughs> the fall of love is rising <laughs> 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 over. By the way. That really is. You know, my favorite. But Jesus is my portion, <laughs> a constant friend in yeah, but, but What R&B group was the whole that had the the fucking uh, bowl cut in? She was in some R&B group, but really? she had a voice. I yes, didn't know that. That was a the Sparrow. The Sparrow. Ooh. She, she goes, ooh, that song gets me. You take the top and I'll take the bottom. So that we don't have to work that hard. Because I'm a vocal acrobat. Yeah. Of this generation. I'm of the generation. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I give props to props to do. Mariah, you have the greatest people. Of all time. Oh, okay, okay, bitch. Ooh, ooh. All right. Um, that's that throat just stressed from all those lips and tumbles. Um, weekly obsessions. Now it's time for our weekly obsessions. So, what's your weekly obsession? What are you obsessed with this week, guys? <laughs> I'm obsessed with myself. No. No, I be obsessed with myself. I My thing I'm here for is usually me. I'm obsessed with, um, I think it's like Carmel and Sons Botanica in Treme. Is that the place by, like, close to the Treme Rec Center? I think so. It's like right behind the Armstrong Park. Is it close to the rich side of the Treme? If that makes, let me. It did seem a little, a little. You have the side of, of Claiborne that I live on. Mm -hmm. used to live on that Miro side and then you come on the other side like crossing Claiborne the non is it the other side of Claiborne yeah it was it by that like little park like tuba fats or something like that never mind go ahead sorry um, well it was like this black owned like I can't stand um, African <laughs> I'm not gonna play it you know like spot 
Mm-hmm. And it was just nice because, like, I've had, like, a very bad history of, like, going into, like, um, these types of, like, metaphysical shops in New Orleans. And, like, having, like, the worst, like, vibes ever. Yeah. Like, just, like, having, like, really, like, bad experiences. And this one was, like, mad friendly. So, check them out. They cool as fuck. Cute. I'm obsessed. My weekly <laughs> obsession is... Um... Sheena from America's Next Top Model. Oh my god. <laughs> That's my weekly obsession is Sheena. She was the Kamora Lee Simmons light. Okay. Yes. L I T E. T E, yeah. I don't remember what cycle she was on. She was on I don't remember who won that was cycle. She on the cycle with Feranda? Mm-mm. She was on the, the the cycle with Isis when Isis was like part of that group of girls. I don't remember which group that was, which cycle that was, but go ahead. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, I don't even remember. Yeah. (laughs) She's cunt. She's prissy. She's Tyler Moore. She's married. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, What are you obsessed with? I don't know. I feel like I haven't like had any like obsessions this week. I think I know something you should be obsessed with. I think you should be obsessed with my new single, Prepare. Uh, that's going to be premiered on Sunday. Oh. And myself. I think I think you should be obsessed with that. Ooh. What do you think, Brittany? <laughs> Get that, put that T there, no bitch. Shade. No shade. I can't oh, the winner was McKee. I haven't heard it. I haven't heard it more. Oh. Well, I have a little snippet for you. Um, <clears throat> Prepare. <laughs> my god my god um i guess this week i was just obsessed with cleaning the house so yeah um the winner of that cycle was mckee i'm obsessed with my 14.99 she wasn't nobody ralph lauren army green satin sheets that i found at marshall's Yay, Marshalls. Yes, original price, $59.99. Yes, a Maxinista. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank so you. If I don't, like, if I flake or if I, like, don't leave the house, you know what? Marshalls has the binds, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it was TJ Maxx, not Marshalls. I'm sorry, wrong same. plug. True Maxinista. True. I mean, they own by the same company, so yeah, they could have been the same place. True. It is uh, the same thing, though, so I'm confused as to why there's two. To make you think... TJ Maxx might be a little higher. Perhaps. TJ Maxx is like Target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Walmart. Walmart. Marshalls like is like Dollar General. Like <laughs> 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 yes. But who owns Ross Russell? Somebody like, that's not doing a good job. And Ross is like Dollar, Dollar Tree. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of like their home section. <laughs> it don't mean nothing. I bought some decorations from Dollar General. <laughs> I've been in a Dollar Tree before. I've been in a Dollar Tree. Wasn't there long? But I've been in. Um, and then the next um. Your least trill. That's it. Least trill, most trill. Ooh, my least trill moment of the week is this fucking. I don't know if it's allergies or what, but this throat that I just I can't. <clears throat> I've been doing that all week. You need tea, I told you. I can't, I can't, I used to be able to hit them notes. I used to be able to give Rita from Society 2 a run for her money. And, but now, 
spoonful of honey. Nigga sounding like Rihanna. We find my way when a hero comes. <laughs> I can't say that. I'm alone. I know what video you're talking about, and you're so wrong for that. Whatever. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Okay. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> when I hear all God's alone. No, she did. Like, she did that. She just sang the song for um that the like the the movie song for the new she um. Just learned how to scream, yo. That's all. She no, she's just she's singing on that new Star Trek song. Like she she's hold. That's a new Star Trek song. Yeah, and she's doing it, and like she's blowing on that song. She's giving you Sia. Granted, Sia wrote it. Sia wrote the song and like did everything. But. <laughs> Don't shave my cousin no more. Oh, oh. Thank you. Oh, I was going because she surely ain't. Hard. She surely say, ain't cutting you no paper. You know, she ain't I saying she your off, cousin. I was gonna let you have that, actually, girl. Y'all cousins, as far as I know, I'm not from the island, so they all could be related. Bitch. Independence, August first. You know, cute. Um, uh, but I'm. I don't know what that's. That's my least troll moment of the week. Uh, is least... <clears throat> sorry. I guess my least trauma moment still goes with my what am I here for? Getting my notebook here, so you know that pain is my least trauma. Next. <laughs> I hate y'all. Oh. I, I just so, take my weeks with a grain of salt. I you said like most trill and then least trill. Least trill and then most trill. I like to I like to end on a positive note. So. My least trill moment of the week definitely has to be spending too much money on alcohol last night Mm-mm. and going to sleep drunk. Mm-mm. Like it, it's just like never a good choice. It's so, really not because you get up feeling like a literal walking shit stain. Exactly. Shit's like I feel like a skid mark. <laughs> Like somebody draws. <laughs> like somebody's fresh, tidy whities just, just like, just like <laughs> exactly. Like goddamn girl, you really just let yourself yeah. go. So go Go ahead, Brittany. My least chill moment of the week was walking home and well, not walking home, biking home, and getting to my mailbox, pulling out my mail per usual, and getting an envelope or looking at an envelope. That has clearly been like cut open with a key. Oh. Because the whole thought I had like a credit card. Cause you know they don't send actual credit, credit cards. cards like well, I mean they do. But like they don't but look they like don't, Exactly. It'd like, be blank as fuck. Right. And no, a hoe actually thought I had a credit card, cut my shit open, you know, around the little peekaboo slot. Cut it open with like a key look like and like was highly disappointed to put my <laughs> shit back in my mailbox. <laughs> I would have just took the mail. <laughs> right, like And you wouldn't you even know, knew that I took it. I wouldn't even know. Just throw it away. And it's wow. like, bitch, you already doing something illegal. Like you clearly you might as well have just <laughs> ripped open the actual bitch. like mail. Like oh, you decided to go the extra mile to take a key and like rip right. around the part to peek in. Like Girl, you just hard pressed. 
I didn't get my Rice Krispie treats for my mom. They probably took them. Pressing me. Did you not get them? Um, my mom like regularly sends me like little care packages to show me she loves me, and Aww. I appreciate her. I love you, mommy. That's cute. Um, but you know, like I haven't got. I might have say my mama so don't do nothing. Like, yes, Yosha could all send me shit. She calls but me, love. I guess. <laughs> she sends me a thought. Yeah, that's what she sends me love. She sends me stuff like that. You lucky. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I think and I mentioned the care package, and she was like, yes, "For what?" Yes. Um, my most true moment of the week. Oh, I forgot mine. I had it the whole day, and I forgot. My most true moment of the week was getting the white girl who I made uncomfortable at my job to buy me raisin canes. <laughs> <laughs> I consider that reparation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, not the brunette. She girl, always be snapping. Who? The like music yes, girl? Yes. No, 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 not her. I don't fuck with her. There's a girl who um she bought somebody else raising cane, so I was like, okay, so you just like not gonna offer me none. Like have joking, but also have serious. And so she was like, You went up here and I was like, Okay, yeah, girl, whatever. And then she one day she had to actually work for once and she was pissy. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna fucking talk to you no more. So I stopped talking to her and she was like, I just really want you to talk to me. Do you want some raisin canes? And I was like, <laughs> Duh, bitch. But also, bitch, today's the last day of camp, so I'm literally not about to see you. So I mean, I'm not about to talk to you anyway, but Thanks no, for I want canes, bitch. Thanks for the cane, soul. Cane spit maybe. <laughs> insert, insert that gif of Rihanna where she's like winking and then throws her hand toward the thing and like, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. <sighs> no, there's there's a there's a messy gif of Rihanna where she's like winking her eye during some like makeup commercial and then she like throws her fingers forward. It's real <laughs> messy. <laughs> Cover girl. I think it might be a cover oh, girl. Okay. And she had this like. Pixie <laughs> cut. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> she was just a real like. <laughs> like olive green top. I think so. I think so. I'm going to find it. <laughs> but that's my most uh, true moment of the week. I think I remember most true. Yeah, my most true moment of the week is that I finally got my hair trimmed. <laughs> <laughs> got this natural hair. And it feels great. And it's, you know, lip single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yes, I've seen that. <laughs> that's how it was when I got that raisin canes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. Oh, but yeah, I got my hair trimmed. And it feels great. And I can't wait to put my new braids in. What color are they going to be? I don't know yet. We need to get done before I go to New York. When are you going to New York? Oh. Afro, Afro, Afro what? Oh, Afro, Afro what? <laughs> she goes Afro punk. Afro punk. Punk under pressure. Oh. Afro punk. That's cute. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yes. Yeah, Bring me something back. I mean, I will go, but the shit is happening right as school starting, mm-hmm. like week two, and it's like that's like the week that I can't go. That's what I need. I need a. Okay, I thought you were going to be roughneck tree. Wow. Wait. Wait. Give, me, <laughs> give, me, give me a Prada wait. bag from the Jamaican. Does any, does, <laughs> wait, y'all, does anybody else have anything? That, or did everyone say that? No, they didn't say their most true. Oh. I don't really have a most true. Okay. Um, my most true moment is feeling that, that happen, you know, on Sunday. You know, yes, I'm having, you know, release, you know, things of that nature. M. Sani Art Gallery. 
something 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 royal street you know if you <laughs> friends with me on facebook you know you're probably invited if you're not invited then you're not invited oh <laughs> it's a private yeah. screening private Ooh. private can you smell me can you smell me can you smell me? 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 I want you to smell me. I want you to smell me. Shout out to J Boogie, bitch. The Devil's Kitchen. Yes. Hey, Devil. Hey, Devil. Yes, I eat Popeyes. I eat Popeyes. Um. Did you guys have any other announcements? Announcements, announcements. You want people to follow you on social media or anything? Oh, go ahead. I mean, we're gonna tag y'all, but you can also announce it. If you want. If you want. Some people don't like to announce themselves. Well, bitch, I'm not that whole. Oh. So, um, all right. (laughs) I mean, your girl is here in full effect, in full cunt, in full puss, in full. Cackling, darling. At N O X underscore M U N. That's Knox underscore Moon. Goodbye. Get out. Don't face. She's like, bitch, if you. Side eye, side eye, side eye, side eye. I mean, I guess I'm not really on Instagram, but you can follow me at Baby Oil and Rosewater BB and BBY and figure it out. Like, if you want to follow me, figure it out. I'm not pressed. Like, whatever. No, it's not. It's like a BBY in Rose W A T A. I think it's baby oil. Oh, then I say what? <laughs> I mean, you told me how to spell oil. Confuse the hoes. <laughs> I mean, they know how to spell oil. Like, I, I just said the BBY because they might not like know that there's no A. Right. That's what I'm The letter N. <laughs> you know. Ooh, bitch, we have a very long show today. Oh, it's a nap. Um, Whatever. thank y'all for coming. I know. It was fun. It was thank cute. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Thank y'all for coming through. <laughs> Blessings with your beautiful melanin. And okay, so what? I say blessing us with their beautiful melanin. Yes, yes, yes. All the good things. Um, we record live at Crescent Radio.com every Friday from 10pm to 12am Central Standard Time if you ever want to call us. Um, follow us on Instagram at underscore Triliterate. Um, we're on SoundCloud at Triliterate, which is probably where you're listening to this on, on, on iTunes as well. Um, I think that was it. Do I have anything else to say? Uh, Stay black. Oh yeah. We loud. We loud. We cute. We is cute. And we black. We black. And-